Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Biscuit. Buttermilk biscuit. Give bang it the bitches, bisquick. Bang bitches. Bang bitches. <laughs> There's a montage for you. I don't know where. Oh yeah, bang bitches! I remember that came from my little brother's um, uh, uh, girlfriend, and we just refer to her as a bang bitch. I think she's the current girlfriend, or maybe she's on the way out. Who knows? <laughs> what what does that show? Is it, <laughs> yeah, leave, I can leave that in the show. Right, is it bang? Is it bang bitch a girl you bang? Well, that's what I was treating her. It was derogatory towards her. That's like I want. She, I know. See, I knew she was reading my brother's texts, or apparently she was reading my brother's texts. So I was figured if she is, then she's going to be reading, hey, I guess it's obvious my little brother's name at this point. I've said it before. Hey, Steven, <laughs> you know, you know, like, how's the bang bitch doing? You know, like, oh, Steven, you and your bang bitches, always with the bang bitches. And just figuring that she would read that and go, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm still kind of unclear what a bang bitch is, but. I think it's the female equivalent of a fuck boy. I figure it's a bitch you bang and then you drop and then you bang another bitch and you drop and then you bang another bitch and you drop. Oh, it's kind drop, of the inverse. You drop than a and fuck you boy. drop. Bang I, th- I thought folks' definition made more sense than that. What's that? But a fuck boy. It's the opposite of a fuck boy. A fuck boy is a boy, obviously. Yeah, that's a boy that you fuck and then you drop and then you. Fuck no, and no, it's drop. a boy who fucks you, <laughs> pretends he wants to be your boyfriend, and then then drops you. Bang oh, it's like bitches. a reverse. Oh, yeah, it's know. a reverse. Yeah, bang bitches. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, what are you guys drinking tonight? Fuck boy for life. <laughs> Wait, Phil, do you classify yourself as a fuck boy? No, but I, I'm sure that there are people in this world who would have heard the Urban Dictionary description of fuck boy and gone, yeah, you're one of them. You're one of them. You're one of them. Bang bitches. Bang bitches. I'm drinking a fuck Jack boy. and Coke with an ice cube bowl. Oh, my God. I am drinking... An apple cider moonshine with an ice cube ball. <gasps> well, that's incredible because I am drinking a nice Pinot Noir with an ice cube ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> you Croatians. That's how they do it in Croatia. Sangria. Bang, bitches. I got a secret drink, by the way, guys. I, I, I guess we shouldn't move on until I mention my secret drink. So it's nothing special. It's just going to be my power through the podcast drink, and that's my... Coffee with a little bit of rum splash. Baby secret of the drink. <laughs> Noel, you got no quip. No, it's it's coffee and rum. Yeah, just coffee is, and rum. Is that even an actual drink? Yeah. Rum does go with milkier things. I mean, there the one of the hip new millennial drinks is called rum chata, which is a rum horchata. I thought you were gonna say it was a rum cum. No, I like rum and coffee, and I like to call it a Paddington. I love your shirt, by the way, uh, that it, it's the Batman logo, but it's not quite because it's a Stingray. It's a Battery. Yeah. Wait, Ballard, do you mean a Paddington more like a Hollandaise? Uh, yep, it's Hollandaise. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, they, they're interchangeable, the names, really. Felk, you know you're like the second person today to compliment me on the shirt, as well as like the 100th person ever to compliment me on the shirt. And Is I, it for an aquarium? I can read aquarium. It's from Vancouver Aquarium. It's the best aquarium. It's an aquarium I've been to 
five times, I think. At this uh, point. The best aquarium has to be in America. Yeah, no. Monterey. Monterey. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on Monterey Bay Aquarium, and I love Vancouver because Vancouver has like a beluga whale, baby uh, beluga. Yeah, that's, that's, it's kind of hard to beat. Monterey Bay just had a great white shark, but you know, whatever. Uh, I saw the great one of the great whites. It had a couple great whites. I saw one of them, and you know what? There were several times other sharks swam in front of the uh, exhibit, and you were like, "Oh, is that the great white?" Oh, I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then when the baby great white came through, you were like. Holy fuck, that thing is a muscle torpedo. And like you saw, I mean, it was just like, that's a great white. It looks so different than everything else in the, I think it's like the, uh, it was called the o- Open Ocean Tank. Yep. Um, the awesome. big one. If there's ever a great white shark in an aquarium and you can go see it, go see it. I, I, I recommend them. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a great white shark in an aquarium. Uh, there's been several. Steinhardt Aquarium had one, and it used to bash its head against the, um, the wall. <laughs> and so they ended up finding out that w- there was an electrical socket on the other side of that wall, and the shark was attracted to the electrical socket. thought it was like a fish in distress. They had to release that one. Monterey's had two or three at this point, the very small ones and young ones. Okay. Yeah, I think in Texas they had a great white shark actually in an aquarium at one point as well. They have a yeah, sea world I think, in Texas. I, one of my that- favorite aquariums is probably uh, the sequel or what's it called Sequest, uh, the one at Epcot Center. Yeah, SeaQuest 2020? No, no, it's yeah, not good. Seabase. Jonathan, Seabase. Jonathan Brandis. Seabase uh, at Epcot Center. No, the fucking the restaurant they have that's inside, like basically inside an aquarium. Oh, it's so cool. Don't How let Tom Cruise for- in there or he'll he'll burst it and, and escape. <laughs> With gum. Exactly. Explosive gum. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys podcast. I am Felk. I am Ballard. And I am Nolan. Hi, guys. Hey, boys. Playboys. Bang, bitches. Uh, Fuck boys. Fuck boys. Playboys. Bang, bitches. Oh, my. Fuck boys. Playboys. Bang, bitches. Oh, my. (laughs) Is that the song Dorothy sang as she fucking was skipping down the golden shower road? I think it's verbatim. According to Urban Dictionary, a fuckboy is the type of guy who does the sh- does shit that generally pisses the population of the earth off all the time. He will also lead girls on just for hookups, says he's really into you, but doesn't want to deal with all the relationship bullshit just to fuck you. <laughs> he thinks he about himself and only himself all the time, but pretends to be really nice. He does. Uh, he also does really fucked up shit and the complains about people who do the same shit as him. Once a fuckboy, always a fuckboy, because fuckboy's going to be fuckboys. That's, <laughs> yes, that's the second the last part. <laughs> That's the second definition. Yeah, we gotta do one, two, three. Fuck boys. Okay, one, two, three. Fuck, fuck boys. boys. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. You got something to work with there. And then, um, why don't you look up "bang bitches" in Urban Dictionary right now too? Because I, I thought I may have made that one up. Fuck boy syndrome. Oh, f- so fuck boy can be spelled B O I as well. Uh, yeah, that I makes lo- sense. I, lo- I, like I that. love that spelling. That's my yeah. favorite spelling of boys ever. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, stacks, right? It's your boy. Yeah, I mean, you don't spell stacks S-T-A-C-K-S. It's S-T-A-X-X. Also, according to Urban History, fuckboys often think they are cool for bragging about having sex or getting drunk. Wow, we're fuckboys. We're Uh fuckboys. Look up bang bitches. Look up bang bitches. I I I mean, I came up with those two words together on my own. I'm sure several have as well. Bang bitch is indeed a definition on Urban Dictionary. Of course it is. Everything is. A female... 
who down for God, the grammar, even the Urban Dictionary doesn't use correct grammar. A female who down for anything when it comes to her boyfriend or husband, such as fighting, smoking, or shooting. <laughs> Example, you can keep running your mouth. I got a bang bitch for, for that. <laughs> what? what? The, that's so a bang a bitch is like a, a, a woman who'll do anything for you, including like fight for you. Well, that's nothing like what we thought it was. No, it's not. No, we no, were not very wrong. We were so wrong. I also so, put gift sorry, wrapping as bitches. a different definition in my head when I said it. And then when you looked it up, it was like shitting on a, a toilet paper. And then like it would wrap itself and you leave it in the toilet. And that was gift wrapping. And I was like, I I just said gift wrapping. Uh-oh, what's Falk looking up again? Gift wrapping. Yeah, of course. There's there's multiple definitions of gift wrapping now. It's 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 got another definition of gift wrapping is when a fine honey gets all dressed up, even though she knows she won't be dressed for long. Kind of like oh. that. I kind of like that one. Kind of like That's that a good one. one. Yeah. I think we've all experienced a fine honey doing that. Okay. Also, you gift wrapping a toilet seat is the act of carefully covering a toilet seat in a public bathroom with toilet paper or other protective paper so that no. your skin doesn't make contact with the toilet seat. And catching who knows what. Uh, I gift wrap all the time. I think oh, people, for other people? Uh, no, not for other people, for myself. Because and, if I walked into a bathroom and there was gift wrapped on the toilet, I would just knock that shit right into the toilet seat and flush. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't trust that. that. There's some shady shit going on there. Okay, two things. First of all, Never, I never fucking rap. Put my ass right there. I rub my ass on the the walls. <laughs> I rub my ass on the on the door lock, just so I know whoever touches the door lock next has to touch no. my ass. No, ass is everywhere. My ass is gonna be everywhere. Never gift wrap. Never use those pathetic little fucking wrappers uh, that you know disposable ones. But I've worked in many an office building where I've come in and seen the last person's gift wrapping all over the seat like like just just like a, a they're building cushions with toilet paper all over that seat for their precious perfect glasses and then they don't even take the time <laughs> to knock it into the toilet seat and into the toilet bowl and flush like a <laughs> co like any common courtesy it, it's just like this is what i did to clean up my mess or use it again maybe you want to share uh those people should be fucking federal law like they should be tried. They should be. Wow. All I got from that was precious little ass. Yeah. I, all I understood from that was that there were some people trying to be sustainable and Felk just wants them to be tried. Wait. I love the idea of a cushion, though. Sustainable? Meaning because like, they don't want to catch something? No, because they're, you know, they're, they're reducing, reusing, recycling. With their, they're reusing their, 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 uh, their clean gift wrapping. No, the gift wrapping you. is to protect your ass from the toilet seat. Once you already put your ass on that toilet paper, then. But that's not how they see it. They, they see think they're Mother Earth. You know, I, I'm with Gaia, I actually, I actually think the uh, the ass is one of the cleanest parts of the human body. The ass cheek, it touches nothing. It's in your pants all day long. It touches nothing. So the toilet seat is probably not that dirty. I, 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 have not, I have not washed my hands specifically and gotten like looks, and I'm like, my dick oh, is the cleanest thing on me right now. No, I don't agree with that. It's not clean. And if I piss on my hand, then I really have to wash my hands. But if I don't piss on my hands. My my dick is cleaner Wait. than my fucking hands. Guys, guys, you guys don't wash your dick off in the bathroom sinks? <laughs> you don't ever you actually don't do, do that, that, right? Oh, shit. See, I always figured you wash your hands and your dick off because everything gets dirty in there. Just by entering, I figured you just had to wash it off. Well, you would fit right in West Hollywood. Yeah. You should Washing it. off dicks in bathroom sinks? 
There should be a nice like little locker when you enter the rest like, a public restroom. Take off all your clothes, then walk over to the urinal and piss, then put your clothes back on. Well, that I, not I don't think that's practical or would help Wait, anything. But wouldn't it be fun? Get butt naked? And <laughs> wouldn't it be piss fun? And shit in a public bathroom? Yeah. That's a dangerous uh, epidemic you're creating right there of butt sex that's just going to be going on unchecked. Think about how many times Nolan has put in a would you rather and someone comes in real quick and gives you anal pounding for like 15 seconds. (laughs) It's real fast. (laughs) You know, like that's going to happen all the time, all the time in that situation you just described. This episode, we'll be discussing the fabulous world of Playboy. Of course, that entails the playmates, the tits, the bods, the bonches. Bonches. (laughs) Bonches. <laughs> the bonches. And always, <laughs> and as always, our cool stories about first encountering this wonderful world that is Playboy and the many boners it has given us. But first, we have some cool boy updates. So, gents, what have you been up to? What are bonches? Guys, 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 guys. Don't say bonches. Say bushes. Bushes. Bu- bushes. Just say bushes. It should be. I don't know who wrote bonches, but bushes. I wrote, it should I wrote be. bonches. <laughs> bushes. Because Playboy's all about bush. All this is staying in. The, b- b- the bonches. <laughs> bonches. You guys ever heard of a bonch? Urban oh, Dictionary a bonch. bonch. Oh, God. Urban Dictionary is getting played tonight. <laughs> a bonch is a pussy. Is it push? Uh, but, 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 but pubic hair is like such a big thing of Playboy. It's a human perineum, male or female. It's as close to your hiney on a girl's ass. Uh, the perineum. Taint. No, taint. Taint the balls, taint the ass. Examples will be my bonch itches. I will bonch shive <laughs> you with a fork. All right, shiv. Should I, think, be. I think Playboy is very famous for their bonch shots. Pretty good, yeah. No, let's keep bonching there. They are, but I would say their their focus is more on the bush aspect of the bonch. Not re- sure. not since like 96 or something. Then they get, and then all the bushes were all deforestation. Well, actually, um, in uh, Japanese Tokyo magazines of uh, fucking Playboy, um, they would, did, I guess, digitally or composite in, depending on the era, uh, bushes because um, they preferred all these shaved women, like Jennifer Walcott. One of her favorite things was talking about when she would look at Japanese playboys of her, they would have all this pubic hair on her. And she was always like, no, I hate that. I always want to be shaved. Biscuits are shaved. Biscuits and uh, oh, biscuits they were putting bushes all over their hairs in uh, Japan. Mm, bonches. <clears throat> all right. Well, you want to do last update first? Want to get into the last show first? Oh, yeah. Is there anything about last episode? What was the last episode about? Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Bonches. <laughs> I uh, guess the only thing we didn't really talk about is we didn't get into the dark universe really at all with our mummy conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I did don't try care. to explain the podcast today to somebody. And I like, what are you what are you about? I'm like, well, for a while we had a dedicated Tom Cruise news segment. That, that, got, <laughs> that got quite a laugh. Uh Kind of made me wonder if maybe we should just always talk about Tom Cruise. Although nothing's happened. We did a full episode. We'll, we'll break. But we will return to Tom Cruise soon, I hope. I think we should. I think we'll always return to Tom Cruise, Hugh Jackman, or Henry Cavill. All right. Well, my quick update for, for teases, Hugh Jackman, uh, would be uh, I've started playing Uncharted Lost Legacy. I, oh. I am up to the same part, more or less, that I quit when I was replaying uh, Uncharted 4, which is the huge ass map that you drive around. I'm still stuck at that part and I'm still dealing with that. But I mean, it looks great. I'm playing it in HDR 4K. I will want to do like a full, you know, review with you guys of that and four and probably the other games. We'll do an Uncharted special at some point. Everything uh, but the mobile. The mobile part, it, it, it's 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 not Uncharted. It feels like busy work. Uh, driving around in like GTA is fun because there's so much. No, shit going no, on. no. I mean, the mobile games. 
Oh. For we Uncharted? We should talk about those, but we should talk about the four games and then the this, this side adventure with Chloe. Yes. Yep. I might, I might yeah, mention Definitely. Let's do another podcast best. just about that. Maybe the next episode could be yeah. that. But, uh, the open world driving part, it's just a killer. It, it brings all the momentum down just as it did in four, and that's my uh, quick, yeah. quick update on the game. Hopefully when I get through that, there's more good stuff. That's that's when that when you do get through that aspect of the game, it becomes uh, a linear story at that point. Again, you aren't really roaming and checking shit out there. You kind of do come back to it for like a ha- a heartbeat, but it's really like specific. They're like they kind of are like you just need to go here and you go there and it's done. You don't have to go driving around if you don't yeah. want to. Because in four, there was the driving and then there was the boat and it was just too, too much moving around. Yeah, see, that's the problem, because I, I, that's what I said in my, my review of it, really, I guess, was that, like, my biggest issue with it is that um, the open-world sandbox just completely destroys the aspect of the game for me, which is that, at its fundamentals, it is an action-adventure movie you are playing, and all of a sudden, doing a sandbox ruins that, you know? Like, Last of Us would be horrible if you had, like, 30 minutes just to wander a forest. Yeah. But you do. You do. Well, not, a huge not really. It's you kind of are directed by the deer exactly where to go. It's linear. It's very linear, yeah. and it's not forty. It's not that long of segment. And if you got an open truck and we're moving around an open period, with like, it just it would, dude, it would I, kill. Dude, I shit. guarantee you that's in the next one. And dude, I'm talking about like you go through towns where you're just searching through houses for like 45 minutes. It totally has like non-linear searchable areas. <laughs> what you talking about, Last of Us? Yeah. Yeah. Not as big. They're not as big. Yeah, yeah as but Nowhere I feel like it's, this is like, yeah, if you think about Last of Us, you're not driving. Like the most you do is you ride a horse for a little bit. Like this is like huge map. You have to, you have to have a car. I think if you didn't have a car, you and Chloe would, or Chloe and Nadine would just be running around forever. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I hear your criticism. Um, I kind of agree with it, but I also disagree with it. But I think. Uh, but we should table I, it until the next one. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So we talk, we want to talk about the whole, uh, when Felk finishes it and we want to talk about the whole uh, series on uh, PS. I will cool. say it's making me want to replay Uncharted 4 just because this is the first game I've had with uh, dedicated, like, mastered for 4K and HDR. It looks fucking incredible. Yeah, great-looking game. Never, you never, you guys don't have 4K TVs, right? So you never... I, I have a 4K TV. Oh, you do? Did you Have you played but anything? I, I, I don't have a PS Pro. Oh. You're, you have a PS I do not amateur. have a 4K TV. I have I two have 4K a... TVs. Suck my dick. But no what? 4K PS4. Fuck boy. Fuck yeah. boy for Launches. I have um, <laughs> a uh, the last great plasma built by Panasonic. That's you it. also have the last great six foot by six foot uh, RCA four by three television. No, I box. used to. Yeah. I used to. I <laughs> really? love that thing. I ripped my knuckle off. I was uh, <laughs> moving with cool boy um, Chub Stud and... Um, he had he he's a weak little man, so he couldn't hold it, and he dropped onto my knuckle. I remember I ripped off a whole chunk of my knuckle trying to move that thing. I left it on the street in L.A. I came back 15 minutes later, gone. Dude, when Just I gave you gone, when I uh, got uh, that really cheap Sony just uh, like projection one, like I, I gave you a 32 inch uh, Sony, uh, I think Vio. Yeah, uh, yeah. You and Dorn came over. At ten in the morning to to our Chub Stud, you and Chub Stud came over to, at ten in the morning to uh, pick it up, and I had to help you because his side was like your side was here, and, and his side was whoop, so I had to help. 
felt what felt to show with his hands was that uh, Chubb's that side was much lower than uh, Ballard's side. Yes, Ballard has muscles, muscles from Brussels. Yeah. And I think Cool Boy Nation needs to know that Ballard is a very large, muscular man. Oh yeah, very, very big. If Ballard Giant hugs you, sport. you're not getting out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's, that sounds horrible. <laughs> so I guess we'll get into Ballard updates. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, Chubb Stud, this is for you, really, out of anybody that's listening. This is only for Chubb Stud. So I started my 31 days, and that's for in October right now, and October 1st, October 2nd, and this is being recorded on October 3rd. And uh, on October, I watch a horror movie a night. I watch 31 horror movies. I create a playlist, and then I just watch them through. I watched Get Out. I liked it a lot. I figured out the twist within the first 20 minutes. It didn't ruin the movie. And I watched Eden Lake the following night. And that was a Michael Fassbender film from 2008. Wait, what? And I I don't like it. Wait, what movie? I thought it was not a good movie. I didn't care for the characters. What movie? And, um, what? What movie? Eden Lake. I fucking love that movie. Oh, really? I didn't care for the characters. However, I love the ending. Um, and that kind of makes it a three out of five boy. Um, I would say get out is five out of five boys. Um, I watched that at three in the morning with uh, cool boy, Corey and or cool boy nation. Corey Eden. Yeah. Eden Lake, uh, after a Halloween party and we were both so sleepy at the end of it. And I, and the final shot, I was just like, I guess evil does prevail. It, yeah, well, that's a little bit of a spoiler, I guess, but not much. Um, tonight, I'm either going to be watching, after this episode, we finish recording, I'll be watching uh, Don't Breathe or The Belko Experiment. Watch and, Don't uh, Breathe. I'm sure we'll figure it out later. Watch Don't Breathe. I recommend it uh, quite a bit. I th- thought it was very fun. So, yeah, um, I, I'll probably see Don't Breathe then, Felk. That's a good that's a good uh, recommendation then, I guess. And I'll go with that, and I'll see Belko Experiment next. All right. Um, Noli, what's your update? I'm going to send you guys for a loop right now. Uh-oh. Because tonight, we're not talking about Playboy. What? We're not talking about hot bodies. We're not talking about hot tits. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Tonight, Noli is hijacking the episode, and we're talking about Thunderdongs. Thunderdongs? Thunderdongs. Dongs? Thunderdongs? That's right, folks. Today we're going to talk about the biggest dicks, the best dicks, and our favorite dicks. No, we're not. <laughs> okay. I don't think this you have the joke. authority to do that. This no, is a it's joke. A joke. This, it's a joke. This is a joke. Okay. You, you titled this like <laughs> the Playmate game, so that was a trick. No, I, I still have that. Okay. I don't know how to get out of Thunderdongs. How would we get out of that? <laughs> no, we don't. We're, we're trapped now. We have to talk about Thunderdogs. <laughs> All right. We're trapped, ladies and gentlemen. We are really talking about Thunderdogs. Guys, guys, guys. Would you rather... Can we read this? Someone read it with some v- veracity. Guys, 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 guys. Would you rather fuck Marilyn Monroe and butt stuff is on the table but jesus christ but she died all right no you can't read it you can't read it if you're reading for the first time like this but she died no it's always but she dies right afterwards and you look like the murderer and go down as a scapegoat for her death and you get go to butt fuck prison forever or fuck std free pamela anderson in her prime but you come inside her on accident and you have to raise twins with her forever okay 
I would yeah. pick the latter one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I picked number two as well. Twins? You guys would raise twins over going uh, instead of going to butt fuck prison forever. Bauer, you are yeah. currently raising two children. How is that a horrible sentence? And you no, like I have I have a daughter who's four and a son who's two. Trust me, that's a world of difference. Twins? I think. Oh my okay, god! I think going to prison for the rest of your life and getting butt fucked all the time is slightly further away in the difference of, of, See, of severity. I think, I think you under underrate you know humanity's ability to adapt, and I think prison would sound pretty fun after a while. Like everyone's got their social grooves going. You got your <laughs> you figuring it out. What social group? Uh, you, so you're a bitch. You'd have to join Move white on, nationalists. That's the only bitch. group you get into. Bang bitches. I'd be told, you know, just fucking just be rolling everywhere yeah. I go, snapping my fingers. You know what's not said? There's no time here. So you're, you're fucking Marilyn Monroe and stuff on the table. They're, they're okay, okay. You want to hear time? You want to hear time? You want to hear time? What if, what if I just hold it? I actually written, I originally written time, but I took it back. So the time was this. You'd be fucking Marilyn Monroe for only two hours, but Pamela, um, you'd be fucking for eight Still, yeah, you're not making the first one better. Yeah, you're not making the first one better. <laughs> I think fucking Pamela for eight hours would be a privilege upon God's goodwill. In her <laughs> prime? In her prime. Pamela yeah. was the shit in her prime. Yeah, that would but be you, a fine experience. And, I mean, if, Pam, you, if you raise Pam, twins, maybe you fall Pam. in love. Maybe she's not that bad a person. Mm. Uh, Much better than yeah. prison. Yeah, well, you know what? The answer for me is I would pick the Pamela one, hands down. I grew up on Seven Year Itch, but I also blew up on Pamela Anderson. So, and, and why why do you come inside her on accident? I'm doing that on purpose for sure. I guess, well, I guess like different strategies. I guess <laughs> you do the hood the hood rat move, right? I guess, and then I'll just I, I I'm like screwing up, like I'm doing the fucking college frat boy move, you know? Yeah. But in her prime means she's either on Home Improvement or Baywatch. She's doing fine financially. It's okay. not even going to be a financial burden. She's yeah, doing that's, fine. That's why right. it's not an accident. Yeah. Mm. it's It never is. I'm playing the bimbo uh, bang bitch there, and I'm just getting what's mine. Bang bitches. All right. Well, that's an easy one. So I guess we're all going with Pamela Anderson and having twins with her forever. That was very one-sided. I, I would have trouble. Well, you know what? That's my actual fantasy. So we all picked my fantasy, and that gives me the right to feel good. It feels like my fantasy's good. What do you mean? What do you mean? Your fantasy is what? Picking, having sex with Pamela Anderson and raising twins with her forever? <laughs> yeah, I would say having a family with Pamela Anderson was probably 16-year-old and 14-year-old and 18-year-old and... So forth and so on, Ballard's uh, fantasy forever. Not yeah. just fucking her, but actually raising a family with her. Having for life. a family with her was a big deal. She, yeah. I wanted. See, I understood it then. You know, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single, all ladies. the single ladies, all the single ladies. If Put you your like hands it. up, 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 yeah, up, up to the sky, right? Whatever the song goes. Also, Put a ring on it. Not quite it. If you're if you're raising children with her, that means you're like fucking her forever. So this is forever. Like, forever as opposed to Marilyn Monroe which was two hours and she's dead oh my god and then you're a scapegoat in buttfuck prison yeah. it's not a good one it's definitely not a good it's not my best I'll tell you that it's definitely not my best would you rather well it's just very very <laughs> one-sided I mean okay if you just make it would you rather fuck inner prime Marilyn Monroe or inner prime Pamela Anderson I would pick Marilyn Monroe I wouldn't okay 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 let me throw this again at you then what if it's like you fuck P Marilyn Monroe right but before she dies, she gives birth to your twins, and you have to raise your twins of Marilyn Monroe's without her because she still dies. You don't go to prison. 
No, you go to prison, you just got to raise them in prison. Okay, well, the, that's, still, that's still a hard uh, second option. See, the, the, the hard part is keeping the, the twins out of, you know, seeing all the bad stuff in prison and, you know, keeping them in the, you know, sheltered. They go to prison yeah. with you? Yes, the house, you're raising them. Like 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 uh, like fucking Bane in Batman yes, for Batman it's, Rise, it's the Dark Knight Rises. It's practically the Dark Knight Rises plot. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I mean, your children do become exceptional, of course. I was raised in it. You know, I gotta say Molded this: um, apple cider moonshine, uh, because it is the uh, autumn season, is uh, quite delicious. I love moonshine. Happy October. This is like, um, I think it's like a hundred proof. <laughs> yeah, moonshine's fucking great, man. The apple cider, it's fantastic. This is yeah. le- this is not moonshine. This is like store bought moonshine, though. This is yeah. honestly, this is okay. So there was been like there was this like running theme. Like I was getting, I had drinks around the house, right? Same thing. This is literally apple cider moonshine that the previous like people that lived here mm-hmm. um, left. But is it like a brand and like a bottle that was like no? It was like a bottle marked with like a fucking sharpie that said like apple cider moonshine. Shit, really? Okay, then that might be somewhat legit. I don't know. I tasted it a long time ago, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And but it was like it's like it also seems like it could start your car, honestly. Yeah, no, I've 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 tasted. I think we're not even in the show topic, and I'm slurring already. So I've tasted real moonshine, which is like almost pure ethanol, basically. It's what fucking Model Ts ran on. It is. Well, I mean, right? That's why they did the uh, stock car racing. Or not the stock car. What was it? There was some kind of racing that, that was developed around. Oh, stock car. Cool Boys, please tell us. No, cool Boys Nation, car. please tell us what it is. Uh, it's a stock car. So stock car. Na- stock NASCAR car? started with stock car racing. Stock cars called stock car because they actually were used to move stock around. And they had to be fast enough so they would soup up the engines, uh, turbocharge them, and, and, and just like fucking do crazy like in, in injection, induction stuff. So they could have really fast fucking old-timey cars so they could outrun the fuzz who were basically just popping around in old shit like Model A's and T's. And uh, once Prohibition ended, they had nothing to do with all these fucking cars. So previously they had been racing them for funsies just to like all the fucking uh, hooch runners would be like, who has the fastest car? Let's race them. The, then the, once Prohibition ended, the racing just kept on going and came out of the shadows and eventually became NASCAR. Wow. Cool hey, well, Cool Boy Nation, no need to uh, send us any emails. Fuck took care of it. Cool Boy Nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Well, cool boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. Time to move on to our cool boy show topic. Playboy. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool Boy Nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our Cool Boy Show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. And now, a reading from the Book of Filk. Oh my god, this is really long. Yeah, you can thank Ballard for that. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Oh, did we just do it together? Yeah, jinxies. You owe me a cocaine. Uh, nope. <laughs> what? It's you owe me a Coke. Yes. I added aimed. You know I came up with that, right? What? The, yeah. This would you rather? No, no, the uh, I, you owe me a Coke. No, you did not come up with that. I came up with that. Cool boy nation. Ballard thinks there's a word in here Felt can't say. Let's see if he can say it. Okay. 
It was a hot, humid Tuesday afternoon in Houston. I sat alone in my room, staring out into the great Texas abyss, debating with my teenage ass and my pubescent cock whether or not I could perform the ultimate reverse jackhammer on myself. It was a fantastic <laughs> debate. So I lathered up my rad rod, nice reference, and gave my bursting asshole a kiss. But then, a knock on the door. It was my best guy, Lance. Lance wasn't just some best guy. He was a real cool boy, you know. Backwards hat, bangs hanging out the brim, perfect white teeth, white socks, always on, never off. He didn't like to wear clothing much. And boy, did he have a great cock. I explained to Lance my precarious situation and how I debated with my asshole and cockhole for the last 72 hours, at least. Then, being the best guy Lance was, he took me down to the corner where the gutter-pissing dick bandit with one testicle sold nudies. That's what Lance called them. Nudies. Lance was so cool. The OG... <laughs> the OG cool boy, always into CBAs. Cool boy antics. Lance came back to my house. We tore off our trousers and he gave it. <laughs> and, and he gave me a hat. <laughs> Hashtag hats. <laughs> and, and, he, and, he, and he gave me a hat. We tore off our trousers and he gave me a hat. We laid down a freshly new white linen on my bedroom floor and gripped our disruptive doggers. <laughs> <laughs> Before we could even open the first page, the scent made my asshole pucker and my nipples scream. <laughs> I was paralyzed by the smell of cum greased all over every inch of those pages. Oh my god, I'm crying and I can't see. Okay, um, they, they were cool to the touch. My hands began to secrete more sweaty sweat, but my body knew what to do. I was experienced. I opened the first page of the nudie. I, I opened the first page of the nudie, and it made this noise that reminded me of taking off my Velcro shoes. The page began to tear. I wasn't going to let a nudie with pages stuck together stop me. I persisted. The naked models before me were as wet as I and ready to be victimized. Their hard bods and fine-tuned glutes had me begging for buttermilk. Oh, God. Um, page after page stuck together. But page after page, my dick raged. Every new page exposed more muscles, more glutes, and more chest hair. This is a gay magazine? <laughs> the last page exposed a dozen rock-hard cocks that set my schlong into a frenzy. When I finally jizzed a blizzard all over the room, I had ruined not only my freshly new white linens, but I ruined any memories those pages had of their former master. Hi, Lance! <laughs> 
Well, boys, that was my first experience with a Playgirl magazine. <laughs> Is that the twist? <laughs> what about you, boys? Oh, wait, wrong story, fellas. What was your first experience with a Playboy magazine? Oh, shit, you shovel on me. <laughs> oh, Felgy, uh, I think you misunderstood the show tonight. Tonight's about Playboy, not Playgirl, silly. Oh, yeah, fuck. What's up I, with was, you, man? I was so mistaken. Uh, about my story with Lance. Uh, uh, what was the my, word my, you thought I, I wouldn't? I wouldn't be able to know. It was nudies. Nudie? Why? No, I just I figured you'd be like Nui or something. No, nudie. I know because of uh, you nailed it. Uh, uh, married with children. They he had to call it the nudie bar because he couldn't say titty bar. Yeah. And Biggins. Uh, Biggins was their playboy. Yeah, Biggins. Oh man, my, big ad, guns. my abdomen's hurt. Oh, that was great. Well, I, I guess the reason we're doing Playboy Cool Boys uh, is because we had the uh, great cool boy Hugh Hefner die just recently. Hugh Hefner died at the age of uh, 102, and um, was he, he was no, uh, really? apparently uh, surrounded by blondes with huge titties all covering him in milk all at the same time. And Breast it milk. sounded like it was uh, pretty fabulous, actually. Yeah. I, I, th I think he, he's already been in heaven, right? Well, he, if he's not in heaven yet, he's in the club. Just he was outside. 91. <laughs> What'd I say? 102. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. He was old. He was fucking old. He lived many lifetimes. You know well, what? I think, so, I think he lived the best life. It probably helped Bill Cosby rape a lot of women. Oh, Jesus. No. Well, I think uh, <laughs> that all aside, I think we should uh, honor the man by t talking about Playboy a little bit as it was very... Um, a major aspect of our informative years and our pubescent years, I'm sure, as Felk has pointed out already in his story, which is just crazy, Felk. I can't believe that was a playgirl in the end. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> well, let's talk about our first time you ever saw like a Playboy. For me, um, it was uh, about 1989 or 1990, and I actually saw the uh, December 1989 issue, which was the Christmas Gala with Candace Bergen on the cover. And that oh, the reason I was God. seeing this issue was because my brother wanted to show me what Vicky Vailed looked naked. He wanted to show me Kim Basinger naked. Now, Kim Basinger was in the 1983 Playboy. But what the Christmas issue constantly did for Playboy, and if you know this about Playboy, was they had a whole section of, like, the year and sex, they would call it usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it would be Those are great. all the celebrities that have been in Playboy and even past celebrities, but maybe just celebrities that were shot in the past, like, say, Kim Basinger in 1983, but because she was in Batman in 1989, the December 1989 issue would have her naked, and she was naked, of course, in that issue. And it was amazing, and that was like when I was like, wow, this is the, be the best magazine I've ever, I've ever seen. Uh, I think the first time I knew about Playboy was in the fantastic movie Great Adventures in Babysitting. When Have you guys seen that? Is that is Playboy no. in the movie? <clears throat> I, uh, I have seen it. It's been a long time. Oh, well, one of the twists in the adventures movie is... Adventures of Babysitting. Yeah, Adventures, what'd I say? The Fantastic Adventures of Babysitting? <laughs> I, I don't know if I said that. Did, Did you I say, say that? that? I have no uh, idea. But uh, one of the twists, not only is uh, Thor in it, but that the... Uh, what's her name? What's her name? I can't fucking think of her name right now. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, is that uh, Elizabeth Shue is the, uh, like, Miss July of 1987 or whatever in that movie. Like, they think sh their babysitter is in Playboy. Oh. Um, so that's when I found out what a Playboy was, because I think they show the tits on the glass in a PG movie. Maybe. They, they did do it back then. Yeah, yeah. they've done that. 
So anyway, yeah, that's sure. when I found out what Playboy was. And then it so happened that I found out that my dad had a Playboy just sitting on the back porch toilet. I mean, you know, back in the day, just fucking dads let it all hang out. They and did. it was the uh, July 1989 Playboy. And I remember it had a, a news broadcaster on the front. Multiple pictures of a news broadcast. I don't remember who was in it, but that was the first one I saw. And I was hooked. My dad, if he had Playboys, he kept that shit on lock. I never, ever found them. Really? Mine was just always hanging out. Yeah, mine was. No, I, in fact, um, I think Cool Boy Nation, Chub Stud, his dad, we knew where his Playboys were, and we would go and play with those ones. I know, I've known Chub Stud, that is to say, a very, very long time. He's your Lance. He's my Lance. Chub Stud, do you hear that? Your Lance. Um, so, yeah, um... I guess also the first time I ever uh, blew a load, which we talked about in an earlier episode called Hooking Off Stuff, <laughs> was, when you were um, was to a Playboy. <laughs> and that was, um, I looked it up. I, for, I didn't remember exactly what it was when we recorded, so I looked it up. And it was the um, Lynn Thomas in the Girls of Summer Playboy Special Edition from July 1999. Um, for me, Playboy, I've always loved it. I've always owned a Playboy magazine. I've, I, I move around with Playboy magazines. I have Playboy magazines just to the right of me, about 10 feet. That's Zipped crazy. up in a, in a luggage. Crazy. I can show them to you right now. I probably will pull some out later as we get more drunk. Um, but uh, I've also bought the VHSs back in the day. Like That's the crazy. Like the Baywatch, um, Girlfriends, things like that. I loved it. I had a membership to the magazine at one point or subscription. Um, I had a membership or a subscription as well to the website for the um, Cyber Club. I loved watching Girls Next Door um, on E. I fucking, I have always, always, always loved Playboy. And that dates back actually for me to when I, not only did my brother show me my first Playboy, my older brother, um, but he also um, would hide Playboys and I would go find them. But uh, before that, I guess. That's a no, great game too. Yeah, really. It is a good game. I I, I looked for Playboys in homes. Oh, yeah. It's a great home. game. Tell what was your first Playboy? I'm pretty sure the first Playboy I saw, I was like three. Because um, my dad just like had them uh, everywhere. He didn't give a fuck. He left them on the coffee table. Uh, I'm pretty cool sure they boy. were under the, under the bed. Cool uh, boy. Yeah. They were, they were, and, Seriously, your dad left them on the coffee table? Yeah. That's but a I, fucking cool boy right I mean, there, man. I mean, screw Lance. Is Folk's dad the original cool boy? Probably, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> there'll be yeah. a lot of stories there. Hope, hope my parents ever listen to this episode. They might retroactively figure out a way to punish me. Um, now, my dad Spankings. had them like, under the bed. And every chance I got to get under that bed, I was like three, maybe four. Uh, I would go <laughs> under ridiculous. there and, and, and read everything. And, you know, my little cock would get all like... It knew what it knew what I wanted. Uh, and and uh, the key thing is that I was so dumb and couldn't read. I couldn't read. I had no idea what words even were. But I knew I wanted to see them pictures because they were amazing. <laughs> so I would I would go page at a time. Every every magazine under my, my parents bed. I would pull it out. Yeah. I would go page one page. Next page, paranoid as fuck, looking behind me, making sure no one was coming, because uh, I was, you know, I was only being unsupervised for minutes at a time. Page of page, I'm per, I'm sure I looked through People magazines, Red Books, all kinds of things that were not Playboy, hoping that the fortieth page of a fifty page magazine would some reason all of a sudden be naked women, even though it had all been clothed fucking. Because I didn't know the difference between like a Nivea ad. Or like a fucking, you know, uh, Playtex ad or whatever in, in, in uh, 
People Magazine and a, Play, a Playboy. So I, I was meticulous that because I didn't want a miss an image. Yeah, but I have no um, idea what issue it was. I can't pick that down, but I definitely know I'll have some specific issues to come up in, in the future. Well, do you guys think that like um, the comics at all like helped in like your enjoyment of the magazine? Because for me, like obviously early on, I didn't care about the articles when I started like knowing what Playboy was. I like the nudie photos. They, they made me feel hot. But um, I loved the comics. Like I always loved the little the little comics, the little political cartoons, the little sex cartoons. I thought they, they were, were fucking hilarious. The girls I never, always had great racks too. Oh, dude, the women were fucking incredible. They were stellar, fucking hot ass babes, fucking mega hotties and super babes. I do think around like ten, I saw one. I saw a bunch of them, and I was just like, oh, adults are stupid too. Like when you get to start having sex, it doesn't make them smart. Calvin and Hobbes has more insightful, meaningful shit than than a lot of those co- cartoons. Far side, yes, yeah, so far side. All right, all right, guys. Before we get into your little stories about your Playboys, I thought we'd play a little game, a playmate game. Are Ooh. you ready? I love games and I love playmates. We're gonna play a little game, kind of like the uh, what is it? Mary newlywed fuck, game. Oh, Mary fuck kill. Yeah, Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, yeah. Or Mary yeah, Boff yeah. Kill if you're on yeah. British television. So we got we got four four rounds. Uh, the first uh, rounds includes four women, the rest include three. But so the first round goes Who would you rather? Pussy sex, butt sex, tit sex, or mouth sex. And the category is nineties bodacious blondes. The originals, Pamela Anderson, Jenny McCarthy, and Nicole Smith. And Victoria Silvstedt. Oh, what are my options again? Pussy sex, butt sex, tit sex, or mouth sex. And Cool Boy Nation, just so you know, I'm keeping the women very uh, somewhat popular, just so you don't have to go Googling for these women. So most of these women, and I also apologize, none will go Victoria past. I Victoria Silvstedt, most people probably just would not know out of any one of those, right? Well, it's she's a high-class call girl, whatever her name is. She is, isn't she? Is like a high-class call girl now, or something? Yeah. It seems like allegedly. So was Anna Nicole Smith. And um, since I stopped recording, or since I stopped reading Playboy in 2005, no girls will be after that, unfortunately. What were the names so, again? So, Pamela Anderson, Anna Nicole Smith, Jenny McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy, and Victoria, Victoria Spells. Yeah. So Silvstedt. who would and you? What, and what is? The, and what? What are the? What's the categories again? Who would you rather? Pussy sex, butt sex, tit sex, or mouth sex? Each one has I don't to want go to. Tit sex anybody. So for me, titty sex is Victoria Silvstedt. Pussy sex is going to be Pamela Anderson, so I can come in them and then pussies and get them babies and then have that locked down for life. Um, Jenny McCarthy, I guess I would uh, ass sex because she seems wild and crazy. I guess. And then Anna Nicole Smith, I would just. Um, I guess I would be. What I say? I was doing Victoria Silvstedt. What? Tit sex. So I guess you're mouth sexing Anna Nicole. You're mouth sexing Anna Nicole Smith. Oh. She needs to be shutting up. So there we go. You're so wrong. That mouth this. ain't for talking. You're so wrong on this list. Uh, Is there right and wrong? I oh, would yes, totally. I would pussy oh. sex with Jenny McCarthy because I feel like she's the best overall package. I would tit fuck Anna Nicole Smith because she's big tits and not much else. And yeah, I mean, I, looking at her eyes, she's just waiting for me to die. That's what her. That's how she works. Um, Asex Vittoria Savelst the, the Savelst because I feel like she's the biggest whore and would thus be okay with the Asex and I guess that leaves uh, mouth sex to Pamela Anderson oh that's so yeah. wrong <clears throat> I'm almost that's wrong on that. too I, come I'm, on that's wrong no I'm pussy sexing Jenny McCarthy you're seriously you both think mouth sex to Pamela is the right answer 
No, I'm pussy sexing. No, I'm pussy sexing Jan McCarthy. I'm butt sexing Pamela Anderson. I don't think I she'd like butt. it. I don't think she'd like it though. She'd like. No, it. have you seen? Have you have you not seen uh, Snapdragon? She would love it. Or what? She would it? love no, it. No, raw, raw, raw justice. I'm I'm mouth sexing Victoria. No, I have not seen she that. She has she has those big fake lips lips. Yeah. And I am tit sexing, of course, Anna Nicole because she has those huge racks. You were just yeah. tit sex Victoria Silvset. Anna Nicole's tits are meant to be tit sex. Wait, no, I yeah. feel like I didn't say tit sex. I think I said I think I said tit sex for Victoria Silvset. I know, you did. or no, uh, mouth. I think I said mouth sex for Victoria. No, no, you said tit no, sex. no one in my list were, no, okay, were pretty much the same except here's for what the I one want. swap. Here's what I want. Whatever oh, I said Ballard. was wrong. Here's what I want. I want a mouth <laughs> edit this sex part Victoria. Out. I want a uh, no, don't edit this part out. I want a, I want a mouth sex Victoria. I want a tit sex Anna. I want to ass sex Jenny and I want a pussy sex Pamela. So I want everything you want, Noli, except I want our Pamela's and our Jenny switched. Cool. Sounds great. All right. Was that the entire game or is that like part one? That's part one. Okay. That's part one. The next it's round. Four part game, right? Or something? Yeah, it's four, four rounds. The next round, round two. Tiny, ding, play, ding. tiny playmates. And of course, in this round, we're referring to girls who are probably under 5'2". And Jennifer Walcott. Jennifer Walcott. In this round, we're going to do Sarah Jean Underwood. Oh, really? Kelly Ooh. Monaco and Jennifer yes. Walcott. So I've this seen Kelly Monaco in person. Okay, fantastic. In this <laughs> round, amazing. would she's you amazing. rather... And she's my favorite, so that has to be Kelly. Okay. Right, who would you blow job? Who would you blow job? Okay. Who would you rim job? And who would you butt job? Huh? All right. You blow, <laughs> you blow job mean you get a blow job from her, right? Yes. What's a butt a, job again? That's sliding <laughs> the ass cheeks over your cock. <laughs> Wait, so who's who am I who, who okay, it's Jennifer, it's Sarah, and it's what, Kelly? Kelly Monaco. And it's put and it's and what is it? It's blowjob, tit job, what? <laughs> blowjob, rim job, and butt job. Is the rim job getting okay, or I'm receiving? rim jobbing I'm 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 rim jobbing Sarah Jean Underwood. You're you're doing it. You're looking her ass. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm rim jobbing Sarah Jean Underwood. I'm butt jobbing from Jennifer Walcott. Is she an option again? Yep. Okay, good. And then I am getting a blowjob from Kelly Monaco. Okay. I'd let Sarah Jean Underwood blow me. I'd lick uh, Wolcott's uh, ass, and I'd butt job from Kelly Monaco. You guys obviously haven't looked at lips because Jennifer Walcott has the best lips. So I'm I, just, yeah, I'm, I really like Sarah Jean Underwood, and I want, I yeah. want to be the most sensitive. That's the problem. The other two are better for me than, uh, yeah. than Kel- um, um, Jennifer Walcott. She's, I mean, she's amazing, but she's not Sarah Jean Underwood. Jean, I she's wish, not Kelly Monaco. I wish I could do butt sex too, but in this round, I'm just going to do a butt job. It's the closest thing because she has the best ass probably out Who, of these Sarah three. Jean? That's what I said. Yeah. Butt job. And so, and so I guess I'm licking Kelly Monaco's butt, which is fine. That's a waste of, of Sarah Jean Underwood's front. I want her front involved. See, I feel like Kelly Monaco's butt's a little hairier than Jennifer Walcott. No, I'm getting a, I'm getting a blowjob from Walcott. I feel like if a girl's blowing you, you have free reign to touch her boobs. I, I don't I don't know about. I think every single one of these, you have free reign to touch your boobs. Probably, if you're a yeah. Job, you're touching boobs. If you're getting a blowjob, you're getting touching boobs. If you're doing anal licking, you're touching boobs. It's it, they're farther away. Honestly, if you're anal licking, your hands are not fucking. I imagine touching boobs. You're probably playing with pussy with your hands, right? It's pretty tough to get to the boob. You you're doing you're doing like. Think, think about this. Your, your mouth's here. You're looking ass. If she, they're short. So, yeah, maybe you could reach. But sometimes the, the, no, the tits are, are short, out of reach. Look, these are like these are like pick them up, hold them up women. Like, you know, no, what I mean? know like, Sarah Jean's yeah. that small. All of this can be done at six feet in the air for me. Yeah. Upside down, sideways, any which way. These girls are small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One fish, two fish. Red Honestly, fish, two fish. it'd be an honor to do any of these things to any of these women. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. 
After, a, after horrible would you rather, you know, decisions. That oh, these give me a break with the horrible would you rather nonsense. No, no, it is between like two things that are awful usually. Well, then write a goddamn would you rather. No, I'm not saying they're bad would you rathers. I'm just saying like a decision. Yes, between, you are. Like, you didn't say they're bad. You said they're horrible. You said it was horrible actually. Well, no, no, no. worse word than bad. I mean bad. like the, the deciding between two horrible things. Max, Michael Jackson doesn't have a song called horrible. He has a song called bad. He's got a song called thriller. If he had a song called Horrible, no one would listen to it. I'm saying that sometimes, like, would you rather have a fist up your ass to your mouth or a fist up to your you brain? You love Nolan. That's the thing. You just want to. You just want to know if you're gonna get fucked in the ass or you're fucking in the ass. That's the only would you rather. <laughs> exactly. You want to those are all and you, bad. And things. Nolan gives you those every time. All right, Nolan, you get every would you rather from here for the next two episodes before I dive in because I can't help it anymore. <laughs> all right, moving on. All right, next round, round three of four. I love you. I still love you guys. I was Play saying badly written. I'm saying like two, the years. Two bad things that happen. Well, no, I don't do good. Would you rather? Of I'm the fine years. with that. I understand it. I That's not it. what I said. What'd you say? I said that the, the, often the would you rather is between two, deciding between two bad things. I and love I Ballard. Like I, think Ballard should, things I think Ballard should always do his. <laughs> They're just ridiculous. Yeah, they are ridiculous, but they may not be good ones. Cool Boy Nation, you tell us what you like. Do you like Nolan's ass sex ones? No, I'm saying the would you rather you either are, have to get fucked saying, in the ass for 15 seconds or get fucked in the ass for two hours, or do you want those are both fuck? bad things? You see, what I'm saying like the, the, you're deciding between two bad things happening here. You're <laughs> deciding oh, I between guess you don't see things. the thing is, is that the reality of raising children for you, Felk, isn't there, and the reality for Nolan and I is Nolan, can you imagine having twins? That would fucking be shitty. Come on, worse that than prison be. for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't know. At least prison, you're not raising twins. I don't. Uh, I don't think you're gonna find a lot of people who think that those are valid. I think you talk to any parent who's raised twins, and I beg to differ. I bet you they'd be like, "Fuck yeah, prison sounds like a goddamn vacation." I would butt fuck prison. Perhaps butt fuck prison. Maybe butt fuck prison was too much. Maybe it should have been like country club prison. <laughs> prison. Those are well, yeah, those do exist. But I was too influenced by Nolan's idea that butt sex has to be in every single. Would you rather? I try too hard to combine. You're not going to it country to club be. prison for murder. <laughs> I honestly wanted the would you rather for this one to be pretty much would you fuck Marilyn Monroe or would you fuck Pamela Anderson? So maybe I should have just made it that. I pick Marilyn Monroe. I pick, I pick Pamela. I would pick yeah. Pamela Anderson. Yep. All right, guys. Round All three. Right. Where are we? Where are we? Okay. Four. Three rounds of Four. So, okay. no, like, I feel like no matter what happens, I've, I'm just losing this game. Like, it's because there's right answers. I don't feel like there's right answers here. There's not right answers. Right, this is not right like answer. the last time. Yeah, Everyone's I heard your a winner. Answers. Felk, I need to hear your preschool talk. Everyone's a winner. No, everyone's not a winner, and the world does not cobble you. You will fail sometimes. No, Felk, that's not what you said earlier. I have you on record saying otherwise. All right, guys. So 31. They, they only get harder from here on out, though, because round three is Playmate of the Years. Ooh. We'll make it simple. It's a pussy sex, a butt sex, or a mouse sex. And mouse sex means blowjob. So oh. here we go. Here we Why, go. Okay. Play, so play, many Playmates of the Years. Playmate of the Years. Pussy sex, we're butt gonna, sex, mouth job. We're going to keep it simple with the 90s and so 2000s hot. here. We're going to go with, uh, I'll start off with a girl. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Hope Desirac. Okay. No, no, no. She's great, but not that good. Just okay. Better. Hold on. Heather Kozar. No. And, not and her our either. favorite. No. Karen, Karen McDougal. No! Danny Mathers is way better. Playmate of the year. I, I already, have no, I, no point of reference for any of these girls. I already Sorry. said I would not go past 2005. Danny Mathers is like a couple years ago, right? Yeah, I haven't hot. looked at a, I haven't looked at a Playboy since 2004. Uh, who was the other one? Sorry, who was I the like, other one? I like yours. I like yours, but I mean, Brandy Roderick was Playmate of the Year. I don't like Brandy Roderick. 
Do like Brandy Roderick? Well, no, I do. Was she actually Playmate of the Year? Yeah, she was. Oh, Danny Mathers is the chick who had to, who got like arrested for sending that photo of the woman. Sure. Yeah, she she was snapping she some. She was doing some uh, body shaming. Body shaming. And you know what? I think I'll she's the mine. hottest. I'll, I'll Danny, tell you mine. come on our I'll, podcast. Danny Mathers, Phil, she's not an option. Oh, not an option. who are the options? Heather Kozar, Carrie McDougal, and Heather, um, Heather Kozar is my pussy. Karen McDougal is my butt because she has a great ass. And Hope is my my blowjob because she has a great mouth. Yeah, Karen McDougal is definitely the ass. No question. Hope is got a great mouth, but I would love to do pussy. But Heather Kozar had it was like known for her blonde pussy. So, yeah, Noah, you're right. That's I'm right. Too. I'm correct. I'm it's sorry. I don't really it, know. No, it's women. interesting that you pick like the perfect answers and it was your quiz. Oh, I put time into these. There's a, there's... <laughs> Fel, Fel, what's your answer? I'm going to just go with whatever Nolan said. Yep, there we go. Nolan, I think you're right. Okay, and now the last bonus round to find out who the winner is. Round four, bonus round. Mm. It is a pussy sex, butt sex, and tit sex option. And the girls are very easy. We all know them. It's the girls next door. Holly Madison, Kendron Wilkinson, oh, okay. and Bridget Marquois. Oh, 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 Bridget's the worst thing, whatever you're going to say. She's the worst. I mean, she's the least attractive of the three, but she's still hot. Yeah, but whatever the worst thing that I don't want to do that no one's about to mention, I'm putting Bridget on. I already said that it. Pussy sex, butt sex, and tit sex. Oh, really? Okay, okay. so... Oh, fuck. Well, butt sex is definitely Kendra Wilkinson. Uh, titty sex is going to have to be uh, Holly Madison. Wait, butt sex wasn't one of the options, was yeah, it? butt sex is an option. Yeah, butt, butt sex, sex pussy Kendra, sex, or... Tit sex. But, tit butt sex. sex is Kendra Wilkinson. Titty sex is going to have to be Holly Madison, unfortunately, because she's got better titties than Bridget. And Bridget's going to have to be pussy sex, which just makes me really upset. Nope, you're wrong. Yeah, no, no that's I know wrong. I'm wrong. And that bitch that makes me upset. Butt sex for Kendra, pussy sex for Holly. I cannot, cannot fuck Holly Madison's titties. They're the best out of all three of them, and Kendra Wilkinson has the best ass out of all three of them. So Bridget's the pussy, unfortunately. Nope. No, yeah, no. It's 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 butt sex with Kendra, uh, pussy sex with Holly. That's what and, I want. And and, and tit job with, with Bridget. Yep, no. folks, folks, correct because the titch up is that uh, Bridget actually has natural tits. So wait, so so what's the point? No, but her tits, tits are shit. So what's your point? What's your point now? All of a sudden, that your option is like, you, you but Anna Nicole Smith, like, I couldn't get a blowjob from her apparently because she has the best titties. <laughs> but all of a sudden, the best titties, Holly Madison, you don't fuck those titties, you fuck Bridget Marquardt's titties. Because that doesn't make any sense. Bridget Marquardt has the worst titties and the worst ass. So the only thing you have for her is a pussy. So you fuck her pussy. You cannot <laughs> not fuck Holly Madison's titties, and you can't not fuck. Fucking Kendra Wilkinson's ass. It, you it, guys it, are actually wrong. No. Bauer, you seem more drunk the now. The sad than... answer is that Bridget yeah. is the pussy you have to fuck, and that's no. the one none of us want to fuck, and that's the one we all have to fuck. The right answer is Bridget, <laughs> and that's the wrong answer. Bauer, can you seriously not get drunk only on the episodes I edit? <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing, actually, isn't it? It is. Bauer, you're not, you're, you're not like, thinking about the options here. On the other options, you had you had bodacious bombshells like Pamela Anderson and Jane McCarthy. This one, you just have the girls next door. They're all okay. They're no, all pretty uh, good. I like. I really like Kendra, and I really like Holly. I don't really care for Bridget. Uh, Kendra Bridget's to me really is annoying, is kind and of her a dogs hoe. are really annoying, and everything was really annoying about Bridget. Kendra's Kendra kind is of a so hoe. fucking stupid. I could only do one thing. And that's fuck her in the ass. Yeah, Kendra is. Kendra might be yeah. retarded. And that's I what I said. She, I said I'd fuck Kendra in the ass. I agree with you guys. I think, yeah, no. But but Holly, who I would rather fuck in the pussy, mm, I cannot well, just do fuck. it. She's the best package. She's the best package. So you do but, that. But but she has the better titties. I'm not gonna fuck. I'm not gonna waste my only titty fuck on fucking <laughs> on fucking Bridget with no titties. <laughs> you you would titty fuck anyone. 
See, this is why when I, I didn't hate know titty the fucking. Names. Are you kidding me? I hate titty fucking. So I'm gonna. I, I think titty fucking <laughs> is just so awkward. I've said it before. Right, well, so if I'm gonna, gonna have to waste my time being awkward and fucking something, I might as well fuck Holly Mass's wonderful fucking fake titties. That's fine. This is why. This is why when I didn't know the three names, I deferred to Nolan's list. Yeah. I can't defer. I have to answer. I know. All right. I think we'll Felk and Nolan win. Ballard loses. Moving on. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who won? <laughs> Everyone, Everyone wins. Everyone wins. You can't win on your own quiz. No, no. I, Nolan sets the questions up, has the perfect answers, and everyone's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but Phil got everyone right. Uh, was, the playmate was, quiz. Yeah, it's pretty close. I would like, I would like an arbitrary judge picked <laughs> at whatever Cool Boy Nation random they choose so to write an email back saying who was right on each one of these for our sake. All right, let's get into some stories, boys. Let's get into stories. Story it up, Felk. Let's go into your stories. So Felk's is the legend of the Playboy of the Woods. The legend of the Playboy of the Woods. So this one's this one's significant because it revolves around a single issue of Playboy. It was second grade. Um, I had a friend uh, who uh, you know lived relatively close to me. Used to spend some time hanging out at his place. He had a brother, mutual friend. We uh, go out into the woods. I think it was like 32 acres, like right behind the houses. Because this is Texas, suburban Texas. Sometimes you just have a forest. A sm I mean, small, but for a kid, huge. And uh, a forest out behind the house. And, and we would explore. There was a little creek. There was woods. Sometimes you'd find a kind of a half there shelter, probably lived in by some deranged person. And we found, you know, it was basically a, a tarp over a rope between two trees. And uh, no, the tarp was blown off. And uh, there was a single issue of Playboy magazine. Now, four of us being, you know, about eight-ish, uh, all found a specific issue of Playboy. Here is the Playboy. Who's on the cover? Oh, Pamela. That's the best issue. That's arguably... Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. The, the best issue. jacked off to. That's Pamela. That's the best issue. The that's July the 1992 issue. That's Playboy. That's the issue. Oh, it's so good. Still a so year good. away from seeing Jurassic Park, but I saw those tits. That's, and, the, uh, that's the issue where I, I literally saw biscuits for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, that's a biscuit. Now, this, is the, this is the issue I first jacked off to. I want to say I was the cooler head here because I had, like I said, a good six years of Playboy experience. I knew what these magazines were, but one of my friends lived in a super religious household, you know, who whose parents probably, I think they actually protested Playboy like being sold in like supermarkets and stuff. So it was a very taboo thing for them, uh, for that family. And he was just like, oh my God, we, we rifled through it, looked through it. Uh, moved it from to a you know the other side of like the little foresty area. Uh, brought the tarp with us, uh, hoping that the guy whoever constructed the tarp and originally had the Playboy thing would be there and created the tarp. Uh, to try and like protect it, basically put it under, <laughs> dug a little hole, put it under a rock, and every other day, whenever we were all together at that house in the forest, we would go out and, you know, peruse it. But uh, after, it, it felt like years, but it was probably about two weeks total of this Playboy being like a regular thing, going out in the woods and seeing it. Um, it, it was gone. 
it was gone. Oh, and really? Now, realistically, it probably has been another who, of whoever the fucking, you know, left it out there or whatever. But it was kind of hidden. It was kind of protected. Foul play. Yeah. So so basically, uh, I wasn't one of the two who said, but like one person said, oh, it was this person. on, uh, And another person said it was this person. And we fractured up. The brothers formed together. I was with the third person. And this created a war. And this war, of course, we were all in class together. So this war carried on into a school. And we were blaming, you know, setting people up, stealing teachers' pens, saying that there was the other person who did it to get them no in way. trouble. No way. You guys because, seriously did that? Uh, try, yeah, trying to get them in complete <laughs> trouble. Uh, and, and, and which and eventually, I think there was actually a, a fight, and uh, me and my friend we got pulled into the principal's office, and we basically had to uh, on the spot explain why we were fighting, and I I I just made up some other reason about like stolen like eraser or something, and he's like, yeah, it was the eraser, but you you took the eraser. And the erase. So we had an entire conversation about an eraser, but the eraser was really the the, the Playboy in the woods that we could not speak of. The Playboy in the woods. That's the legend. The Playboy in the woods. Wow. Thank you. So, anything ever come out of it? In no. The end. All this time later. After we both got in trouble, I think we kind of cooled off and became friends again. And uh, who fa- who took it? We never found out. Oh. Uh. Wow. Mystery. I drew uh, because um, Last Crusade was still relatively fresh in my mind because I saw it in theaters as, a, as a, even you know two years ago or whatever, or three years ago. Um, I, I drew there was like a notebook that had like the map to the rock to the Playboy. <laughs> so that, that that notebook was basically like uh, Sean Connery's notebook from Last Crusade. The diary. Yeah. All right. Well, Ballard, what is your first story? Oh, so my first story that I will tell is called The Legend of the Missing Pages. The Legend of the Missing Pages. So, Ballard Household, circa 1990. And somebody has just seen a December gala issue of 1989's Playboy and saw Kim Basinger and he's got the taste. He's got... The taste <laughs> the for Playboy. The taste for So pussy. this mysterious person in the Ballard household learns that his older brother has Playboys on the top shelf of his closet. This mysterious man, who shall rename remain nameless, felt you better add that right. Nope. <laughs> nope. He starts. Peeking around these pages, he opens it up. He sees these wonderful titties covered in suds. Suds dripping from titties down to pussy. Fucking amazing. Standing in a brass bathtub. She's holding a sponge up against the titties, squishing them together. biscuit is showing between the ass cheeks. I know this picture. I know that name. That's Pamela Anderson. I know that name. I know that name from Baywatch. I know that name from so forth and so on. And he gets a thinking. I got to put this Playboy magazine back. So he puts it back. Next day, <laughs> gets to go while the older brother's at whatever he's doing because he's older brothering it out. Ballard goes walking into the bedroom, goes into the closet. But Ballard's very smart. He looks for hair on the knobs, on the doorknobs. He knows about tape 
that might break to show that someone's opened up a room sees these things, hair on the doorknob, tapes on the door, all these little things, replaces perfect every single time. Get into that closet, grab that magazine, I gotta go sit on that toilet, and I'm just looking at it again. Suds, 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 biscuits, biscuits, <laughs> biscuits. Loving it, loving it, loving it. I don't know why, but I'm hot and bothered, and I love sitting on the toilet looking at Playboys. Next time, I go to bed, and I think to myself, I need to have these. Next day, Go in, replace the hair, replace the tape, everything's gold, get the magazine, but I get them scissors out. I cut them super fine. Oh no. Right along that brim. Boom, boom, boom. Right along the binding. Boom, boom, boom. Oh Pull no. the pages out. Sudsy page. Love this sudsy page. Biscuit page, ass page, titty page, all these pages. I'm, I'm, cut, I'm getting crazy. I realize all of a sudden, it doesn't look like it used to. I gotta stop. Fold the magazine up. I put it back. Because all of a sudden, Pamela Anderson's whole section is missing. <laughs> sections sections of, of this, this magazine is missing. But I take them, right? I tape them all together with scotch tape, put them in an orange duffel bag, and shove it out in the backyard in the ivy. Hidden in the ivy. No one's going to see it there, right? Older brother comes home. I'm sure he notices things are missing, but he doesn't want to say who's doing it. He doesn't want to mention he has them. Everything's quiet, but I have them in a duffel bag. I'm holding on to them. All of a sudden, a few weeks later... Little brother goes walking out into the ivy. What's an ivy? This is this a California thing? Ivy, ivy like, plants? Like ivy plant, like oh, okay. ivy. So little brother goes walking out in the ivy, finds an orange duffel bag, opens it up. <laughs> I see him and goes sprinting out to him. And I'm like, no, you, oh, Steve, we can't talk about this. I have pages taped together. I've created my own magazines out of the ones I got oh from, my from, 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 from my older brother, right? Flash forward like years, I've got this bag out in the and the ivy, and my little brother and I go look at these magazine, like these photos, right? Whatever. My older brother finally finds out that I had this bag. He finds the sudsy photo, right? He comes to me, he goes, "You know what? All I want back, I want that one photo with the suds on it." Oh, Boom! It's the only about. photo he wanted, and he took it back. Is it the one where she's like touching her ass cheeks with like the biscuit hanging out the bottom? Oh yes. Yeah, I need yeah, to see this photo. It's iconic. Great photo. Wonderful photo. He wanted it back. He took it back. I got to keep all the rest of the photos, and that uh, was it. Cool story. Cool story, bro. Um, so, yeah, Noli, do you have anything? Well, it looks like you have a story called The Legend of the Boner Tree. Legend of the Boner Tree. I mean, yeah, my, my stories aren't going to be as detailed as you guys. You guys clearly remember more than I do. I just remembered a friend who had a dad who had tons of Playboys hanging out all the time. And we used to take them while his mom was home, and we'd tuck them. We'd go in the bathroom. They were hanging out in the bathroom. We'd tuck them under our shirts, throw them in our drawers, and we kept walking out. Just trips, endless trips from the backyard to the bathroom, backyard to the bathroom. Mom must have known what was going on, but whatever. She was cool. But he had a cherry tree in the backyard. And it wasn't just a cherry tree. It was a magnificent cherry tree that we would what? one day call the boner tree. <laughs> Because we would take these Playboys up into the tree with us, climb up 12 feet high in the air, find a nice branch to plant ourselves on, and then we'd whip out those uh, Playboys and we'd stare at them. And we'd exchange stories, pictures. You have it. And we would get fabulous boners. And I remember one time we found a picture of a girl whose vagina was almost full size on the page. Just a, just you don't, you don't see that anymore. Where the, the page was just a full spread of a vagina, just a bush. Yeah. Well, yeah. definitely not Playboy. How, yeah, how's but well, no, no, it was a bush of Playboy. Like, you don't see that in other magazines. Just a bush on a page. Like, what? How is that sexy? But Playboy just at that time had just a bush on a page. Huh. I'm sure just, it was like an artsy shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, with the but hair, some, they, could, they could do more back then. Yeah, there was some little form of crackage, and we were like in third grade. We didn't know what we were doing. 
but it gave us the biggest engorged dicks of our life. And we just each took turns slamming our dick onto that page. <laughs> Until eventually my friend slammed so hard that he like ruined the page and it got a huge crease in it and he cracked it. I think if I would have went to town in 15 more minutes, I would have pierced it. But that didn't happen. So the page got ruined. Wait, but- no. You're fucking no way. You guys slammed your dicks into a page? Yeah, did you oh, think did yeah. you think it was like <laughs> a, did you think magic might be involved? Like you might be able to get it in there? You never know. In third grade, you never know. <laughs> but I think in third grade I understood what photos were. I mean I mean no I'm no better. I'm fucking like cutting pages and hiding them in a fucking duffel bag. I'm like a serial killer over no, here. No, that's but, like, but that that makes sense because you're you're still just looking at the page. You're not trying to enter it. Like you're not trying to get through the no. the photo into the photo. Maybe it was second grade. Maybe it was first grade. I don't remember which grade it was. You got your guys' memory is better than mine. It was early, yeah. but we definitely slammed our dick into that page. I was like and we, ten. And we, I think started at ten. And we took turns, so it was kind of like a fucking gang rape on yeah. this image. Uh, when, and I feel, when I feel you're bad that about animalistic, it. I guess the brain plays tricks on you. I mean, I've definitely fallen over trying to lean on chairs in VR that weren't there. So like, the brain plays tricks on you. This tree was a special place, you know. I, I who else looked at p- pictures of naked chicks twelve feet up in the air in a cherry tree? Like hidden from the outside world, we were hidden. You could not see us. Cherries. You could not see us from the backyard, the front yard, the street. You could not see us. We were in that tree, slamming our dicks into pictures of pussies. I wasn't allowed to climb trees. Pop cherries. Exactly, popping cherries. Well, well, let's move on to the next story. All right, well, good, good, good story, bro. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Felk's next story: the legend of the Playboy of the Woods. Because that actually kind of matches up with a little bit what you just came off with, Noel, I guess. <laughs> that was the one I just actually told. Yeah, that's uh, what he just told. <laughs> my next oh, wait. One is, oh, the legend of the Playboy of the Attic. Correct. So this is interesting because the Playboy of the Woods story would have happened in uh, late August or September of 1992. However, just a few short weeks or months later in October, perhaps on October 11th or October 15th, uh, of 1992, uh, something even more magical happened. Uh, after watching friendships devolve over a single fucking issue of Playboy, granted with Pamela Anderson, me and a different friend who was older uh, were hanging out. At, were at my house. Now, uh, at this point, we were had gotten into uh, comic books. X Men uh, was was a big one because the cartoon show was on. Comic books were like a big part of life. So. And this is when my dad like informs me, informs me and my friend. This collection that I'm showing you of, of X-Men comics, I think this is the first time we were, we've been reading like you know X-Men comics for a day or two because my dad showed me one of his collections. And then he says, like, there's a bigger collection on up in the attic. Uh, way old issues from issues from like the 70s and like this, maybe even late 60s. Uh, and so we get to actually, without any supervision, climb up into the attic, which is a pretty big attic. Uh, you know, we have to like walk on like specific boards that have been nailed down to not go through the pink uh, insulation because if you step on that, it goes through the, uh, the roof, um, so to get to like this little storage area up in the attic. Now, as this happens, my parents are enraptured in the 1992 Bush Clinton presidential debate, either the first <laughs> or the second one. That's why, how I know exactly what date this happened on. And that debate lasted for an hour and 90 minutes. But in those hour and 90 minutes, I lived an entirely different life because, uh, just past all the old comic books 
were massive stacks of magazines. It wasn't just Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler. There were Red Books. They were People magazine. Pe like, who collects People magazines? But I guess if you had the attic space, it's a fun thing to do. You know, Cosmo and everything. But of course, th th those latter magazines meant nothing. And of course, we didn't read a single issue of X-Men or any of the comic books that we had gone up there. As soon as we found out that just because of a lapse in my dad's memory, he didn't think of the fact that, oh my God, I have stashes and stashes of Playboy, <laughs> Penthouse, and Hustler up there. I knew what Playboys were, and the Playboys were certainly first, but... Holy shit, the difference between a hustler and a playboy. I had only seen playboy at that point. You know, playboy is the here's a pussy. Uh, hustler is pussy coming at you. It's spread <laughs> open yeah, and it's it about is. to get you. That's where I first. So I had also only recently <laughs> seen Predator for the first time. And that's where I was like, oh, the mouth. And of course, the the you know the face look from Alien. <laughs> I was like, that's what some of those lips they come at you, and they, no. these these were old. The, I mean, it was ninety two, but these were issues from the eighties. This is I'm guessing my single dad's like shit. So it's like, oh my god, uh, these some of these had like late seventies, early eighties, like bush like hair bush but it didn't matter they were the most magical things in the world and like there was a hustler <laughs> where there was like a vampire like two it was like a dr guy dressed as dracula and he had two naked vampires like with their legs up like shaping like a v-shape like just spreading their hairy bushes that image i i've i've looked for it but i can't find it because uh, yeah. if you say hustler dracula or penthouse dracula you just don't find it um, but because I, I want to see that image burn in my mind because uh, it was amazing. And, you know, because the they, my you know parents were enraptured in the presidential debate and they weren't thinking about, you know, they were assuming we were up in the attic reading about Wolverine going on some adventures with his adamantium claws. But no, we were looking at that just kind of like silent. There was no communication. It was just like oh, just reading, 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 you know, <laughs> that's how you read. The next day, uh, there was garbage bags full of Playboys and Penthouse magazines uh, waiting for the trash to take them away. I, I, as I was being driven to school the next day, I, I recognized the ma distinctive magazine shape uh, filling several trash bags. And he's like, uh, he realized what happened and had to get rid of them. Oh, that's a sad story. That is a that sad ended story. horribly. And I, I mean, even as an adult, I can I can fucking Google vintage hustler pictorials and get an endless supply of those kinds of images. But I still wish I could like teleport back yeah. to that that time because what? it's it, it's it's like, you know, it's like chasing the dragon. At this point, I'm I'm 30 years into heroin use, but I want to go back and do heroin for the first time. I've never actually done heroin. This is an analogy or metaphor. But you have done crocodile, right? Yeah. Oh, crocodile is fun. Yeah. What's with their dads back in the day just not knowing how to hide porn? I could hide porn so good right now. Like, no, you couldn't. The entire well, internet is like, porn. Like how I said, my that? dad had his shit on yeah, lock. Right. I never found my dad's shit. Never found my dad's shit. The closest thing I ever found in my dad's shit was the movie MASH. Oh, that's porn. Ballard, would you tell us the story of the legend of the Playboy Fist? The Legend of the Playboy Fist. So I put oh, some okay. covers up for you guys to look at. I just want you to look at them. I see them all. They're great covers. <clears throat> Do you guys see that? Do you see the uh, Pamela Anderson on black cover called That's Babe my Watch? That's my favorite cover of all time. Great, great. Yeah, issue. yeah. Uh, do you see the one right next to it, Pamela Anderson, the ultimate Pamela Anderson uh, pictorial? It's a holiday issue, and it's just like it was a huge Pamela Anderson where they brought back old stuff and they showed some new stuff again. 
It's good. You guys see the uh, the ones that all the Baywatch women, including Pamela Anderson, Donna Derrico, Gina Lee Nolan, and uh, Tracy Bigum. It's fantastic. Do you see Cindy Crawford up there holding herself when she was like, you know, in, in the pink? I think she's like just turned like 40 or whatever. Yeah, great colors. Do you see Charlize Theron? I remember loving Charlize Theron. Do you, you guys doing? see Charlize Theron? Yeah, I see her. She's hiding. Now, do you see, see the her. Tomb Raider one? Now, do you know, you know what's special about the Tomb Raider one? No, enlighten me. Uh, if you look on it, it says American Spy Shannon Elizabeth. That's right. That's the issue Shannon Elizabeth got naked in. Do you guys see that? That's so mm-hmm. weird that she didn't even get the cover. Okay, guys. You want to know something? Yeah. So I was in various stages of uh, middle school, high school, and so forth and, uh, while these issues were coming out. And I was underage and couldn't go to a liquor store and purchase them. I had a friend. He will rename Nameless. And <laughs> You've done it twice. <laughs> what? Rename Nameless. Renamed Nameless. He will remain nameless. Hey, you, even with all that moonshine, you did it. Every single one of those issues you guys just said you loved and you thought was hot and great and all that shit. Well, I didn't realize it at the time, but when I would want that issue, I would go to this guy and I would be like, hey, you know, I really want this issue. And his dad had a Playboy subscription and I have divorced parents. So I wasn't always with my dad. And like I said, my dad even had his shit on lock. I don't even know if he ever even had anything, honestly. So... And, of course, my mom's not going to have Playboy. So I had whatever my older brother had. But after my older brother kind of moved on, because he's a lot older than me, I was kind of stuck, you know, having to figure out my own shit. So I went to this guy, and I tried to, like, you know, be like, hey, man, can I get some of your dad's old stuff? He'd be like, yeah, but you got to, like, wait, like, a month. Like, he's got to have it for a month for the next issue to show up before you can get it. So I would go get this issue about a month late. All those issues I showed you. Eventually, I would find out that his father was catching on that he was selling me these. Now, he was upselling, like, right? The fucking Playboys were like, what, $5 an issue. I was paying $20 to get oh an issue. Oh, my God. Right? But I had the issue. It was mine, right? And but you when were I ended up finding out... You weren't 18. You were like 19, right? No, 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 no. This is way before <laughs> 18. But uh, so when I eventually found out was that this guy was getting beaten by his father... Jesus Christ. Every, every time he got, he got rid of one of his dad's mags and his dad found out that he got rid of a mag, even though he got an upsell of like four times the amount they're worth, he would get an ass whooping by his dad. And he would show up sometimes. We eventually caught on to this <laughs> with bruises. Jesus Christ. And he got, and he was like, his dad was an alcoholic apparently, allegedly, and he allegedly beat his son, and his son allegedly showed up to school with bruises. And it was very, very sad. Well, that's horrible. Like, yeah, thank <laughs> However, you for sharing that story. didn't stop me from getting some more. <laughs> okay, so you, you continue to facilitate child abuse. No, I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I was not made of money. These were $20 a magazine. I honestly only bought, like, maybe, what, six of these. So six times the kid got beaten for you. Yeah, but then, but then I stopped. Are you still and friends came, with this guy? I'm no, no, nope, nope. Was this chub stuff? Like, that, like that was like one of those things that ended in high school. Is this chub stuff? Wedding. That was the end of that story. That was the end of, uh, unfortunately, the legend of the Playboy fist. Um, nothing was ever gained other than Wait, I got some Playboy. The fist is the fist that was beating his son. <laughs> yeah, the legend of the fist. That's that, t- right. that title is just ruthless. Oh man, that is. It a- was ruthless in the end. Um, I we did we did stop, and by the time we stopped, also we were eighteen, so we were buying them on our own, anyways. At that point, damn. My stories are like American Pie. Yours was Elephant. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, mine's I anyway. guess real felk. Mine's real America. 
My, my, uh, my last story is a lot like Felk's attic story. I will call this story The Legend of the Great Porn Robbery. Ooh. So anyway, uh, speaking of the cherry tree that we were fucking getting boners in, the boner tree, uh, one of our neighbors found out that we were looking at Playboys up there, and she said, hey, my dad has a fucking shed full of Playboys. She? A girl so, said this? Wow. A girl. This is second grade. Wow. So, you know, we trust her. We go over there. We open up the shed. The fucking smoke clears. And fuck, this girl was not lying. Oh. This Her dad. It's her dad naked. <laughs> her dad. <laughs> I God wish. damn it. Her dad had saran wrapped, like fucking package wrapped, thousands of Playboys. I'm talking like a fucking tough shed full to the ceiling of Playboys in fucking tough saran wrap that we had to take uh, box cutters to cut open so now I'm vandalizing this guy's property no wow we, they're not meant in box cut, anymore no we, we we cut them open we start taking them out and we start running across the street like three blocks down to read them in this other kid's bushes because that's what you did you could read them on site you just had to take whatever you could to get your hands on and run away with it and so we would read them in these bushes and uh our friend's dad caught on because he heard all this giggling happening in the bushes below the bathroom. What'd he do? He beat you. He came. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah. know. Coming off of that last story. I wish, I wish he beat us. But he what? Caught us. <laughs> Why did he want to be beat? <laughs> I wish because what happened, the alternative is terrible. A what? friend of a friend's dad, a friend of a friend caught us and set us aside and started giving me the birds and the bees story when I was like in second grade. I was like, dude, I don't know you. I don't want to hear this shit from you. Just let me go home. Jesus Just let Christ. me go home. Yeah, really. There's a dark underlying current to your stories. Yeah. But so I got away with it. He didn't call my mom or whatever. But I'm just wondering. I feel bad for this girl. I never talked to her again. Her fucking dad came out to his porn stash one day and saw that his porn had been fucking violated, molested. Mm. We had mm. cut open his bags, his fucking treasure trove, and we had stolen from him. And I feel bad about that. So I'm sorry, girl, who I don't remember your name. <laughs> and I'm sorry, girl. Who don't remember your name, <laughs> Dad. We stole all your porn, and I'm sorry. I have to I'm put sorry. a name to it, uh, Jenna. Let's call her Jenna. All right, Jenna. I'm sorry. So my final story, chronologically moving forward, all the way to, uh, I guess eighth grade to my freshman year of high school. Um, well, a little preference. I actually didn't grow up with cable, so I missed out on like Nickelodeon. Are you afraid of the dark? I mean, I had friends who had cable, so I, I, I saw those things, but I was missing out. You missed out. You missed out. I missed out pretty bigly. You can't do that on television. Hey, dude. Didn't know what any of that shit was. Hey, dude. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Hey, dude. Great show. Well, hey, uh, dude. But uh, we did get satellite uh, the summer before before my eighth grade, which was the last year at an awful school I spent eight years at. Um, so I was it was an exciting time. And that was a game changer because all of a sudden I had... Comedy Central. I got to see Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, my God. All these cool shows. And just getting Showtime at HBO was huge. So that year, like, Interview with the Vampire, the edited oh, yeah. version of Showgirls, all kinds of fucking crazy shit was on HBO and Showtime. Sliver. But it wasn't until about six months of having it. So about six, about halfway through my uh, eighth grade that uh, my dad got a whole bunch of extra other channels, full package, and that included back when you could actually just you know subscribe to it as part of a, a package, the Playboy channel. But of course, mm -hmm. 
This when this is when the locks came and suddenly all the TV MA stuff on HBO uh, in, in Showtime. Sherman Oaks. Does anyone remember that fucking show with all the tits? No. All that went away. Sherman Oaks with the tits. The, the no, Red Shoe Diaries. That went away. Yeah, Red Shoe Diaries. I, I knew Red an Shoe editor Diaries. on Red Shoe Diaries. And suddenly not only was I cut because it was it was tricky. Basically rooted through the attic uh, there was like only two cable boxes in the house and one was attached to the home theater but that was also fed into all the other uh tvs through coaxial uh th- through like a advanced network in the in the attic so basically you had to use a infrared like remote that fed through coaxial to change the whatever the box was so the box could be seen from any room in the, uh, in the house that had a tv oh, basically yeah. gotcha. so so i had to wait until like two in the morning and wake up and turn on these things to see this stuff that's oh my god it's so crazy you think that's that's right that's how satellite used to be that's how satellite used to be but yeah. but after my dad got uh the playboy tv uh playboy channel he got smartened up and and, and put a, a lock on it and the lock it was heartbreaking because not only had i lost what i had but now there was something even better and i knew it was there but i couldn't see it because every time i tried to go that channel there was a fucking only Four-digit code. Now, a four-digit code to me was a challenge. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you had to have broken that. I spent about two weeks, two weeks before I broke that thing. Of course, I tried. I mean, I, I even like, you know, tried to do like tricks. Like when I was alone with my mom or going like at the mall, I was like, "Mom, what are social security numbers? How do they work? And shouldn't I know yours and dad's?" And then memorize them, <laughs> and then tried the last four digits and any other digits. Wow! I try. I tried every birthday or every every birth year I could think of. I tried every real four digit code, but nothing worked. And keep in mind that I was having to like wake up at like three in the morning to do this, uh, and then go back to bed. <laughs> uh, I would set alarms on my Casio wristwatch and put it right up. Underneath my, my ear and sleep on it so it would wake me up so I could I could tr- try try out these numbers after none of them worked I just I said fuck it I'm getting the thaw article so I used that precious Casio stopwatch wristwatch to uh, time me and I did a time entering in cre- incredible how methodical that is basically entering in uh I, I so my first time myself to figure out how how fast I could basically you could you you would uh, scroll up and down on the numbers so you'd enter in three numbers and then the fourth number was right next to the enter so it was like you know cursor left you know dial on the numbers uh, you could adjust the, the the last number and and then go back to enter. So I would do that. I would, I would you know, like picking two numbers and then I would go and see how fast I could cycle through a hundred options. Because basically I knew that every time I went through a hundred numbers, I eliminated one out of 100 possible combinations yeah. in the four digit code. And it took me only about five minutes to cycle through a hundred. So every time I wanted to spend five minutes and had five minutes where I'm sure no one was going to be looking at the cable box, I would cycle through and eliminate one of the 100 and I eventually cracked it. Fuck, your math teacher must have loved you if he knew this. If they only knew, if your math teacher only knew this. Oh, I, I was I was up a grade in math, so. I doesn't um, know. I, I mean, like your math teacher would have been like, oh, wow. Love it. He's cycling through numbers. He's like figuring out combinations and he's got like <laughs> fractions down. I, I kept a secret sheet hidden in like a notebook of, that had like all the different uh, first two digits that I had tried out while m- manipulating the, the latter two. Uh, and eventually, after about two weeks of, uh, of trying, with about 60% of the possibilities eliminated, I hit it, and I got it, and I knew the code, and boom. 
Uh, Playboy TV could not show hardcore. It was just nudes. It was mostly their yeah. fucking videos. Spice. They had a show called Night Calls, which was just two hot chicks taking in calls. Um, there they was were nude. Their, their, they were nude. Yeah, there's Skinamax level nude movies that would show like a guy between legs doing this, eating pussy, but you could never actually see the pussy. You yeah, could never actually see a hard that. dick. Yeah, well, I didn't have. It was just Playboy because it was part of like a package that gave like all the HBOs and all the Cinemaxes. Couldn't um, see hard dick. Never saw a hard dick. But well, time out. What what was the code? I don't remember. It wasn't something specific to your dad's, like something in his timeline. I, I think he was smart enough to just pick a random four digits. Huh? I wouldn't be. I was lucky. I had a friend who uh, I became best friends with had Playboy Channel, and we went to his house all the time to watch Playboy. Eventually, uh, a power outage calls the, the the box to reset, and a new code had to be entered. I think, and I think my dad just picked another code. And I, at that point, uh, the deal ended. I think no, the deal ended, and I think he had to uh, he just lost Playboy because it was no longer part of a package. The deal always ends. Yeah, the deal mm. always ends. So my last story is called "The Legend of the Missing Playboys." And this uh, breaks down really to – as a gift for one of my birthdays in college, my roommate slash like, you know, quote, unquote, best friend um, got me a Playboy subscription. And the first issue shows up uh, for my, uh, you know, birthday practically. And it's the issue that you can see in the document. It's the Carmen Electra issue. And uh, it's the one she's holding a guitar. And this issue is exceptional, okay? Um, it, it's ca- Carmen licking a guitar, which is clearly a dick. Right, and you're jacking off. You're like, oh, that's a dick. And it also has Carmela de Caesar. Now, Carmela de Caesar is incredible for two reasons: a, she's an A cup and she's gorgeous. Hmm. B, she ended up marrying a man named Jeff Garcia. And for people in my neck of the woods, that makes her royalty in some form and fashion. Okay. And that means she's a 49er like royalty, right? She's only oh, an A cup. She's only an A cup. She's an A cup. Very small titties, but she's beautiful. Very, very. She's she's very pretty. That's when I found out about her. She ended up becoming a Playmate of the Year as well. Um, and uh, the issue she was Playmate of the Year in, I think Hiromi Ashima, who's a gorgeous, oh yeah, with huge tits. Um, hottest Asian playmate of that issue. Yeah, she is the absolutely the hottest Asian Playmate ever. What's she? Um, what's her name? Uh, Hiromi Ashima. Ashima. Um. Anyways. Um, this issue of Playboy that you guys see there, see that? Do you guys see that issue again? The mm-hmm. uh, Carmen holding the uh, guitar, looking all sexy. Yeah. So out of twelve, uh, out of an annual subscription, twelve Playboys, right? Twelve whole months at a year. Um, that's the only one I got. That's the only magazine I got out of twelve months. I got one out of twelve. Huh. So I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was pissed off. I would. The next month came, no Playboy. 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 I got so goddamn pissed off. I'm like, what is up with this? What a gift. What a fucking gift. So I go with my friend who got me the gift, who's also my roommate. I go with him to the post office, and I I actually lodge a formal complaint against my postman, saying he is stealing my Playboys. For sure he is. Yeah. He is not. I have no Playboys. At all, mm. okay. Because it came all. in a black container, you knew exactly what it was. Yeah, it was in a, yes, it was sealed in a plastic bag that covered it up so that your you know any anyone's you know virgin eyes weren't ruined by the magazine. So, whole subscription goes through, and I never receive another Playboy. I eventually move out, 
of this house. And when I move out of this house with this oh, yeah. person, Hiromo, Hiromi Oshima, she was hot. Yeah, Hiromi Oshima is gorgeous. Very. Are those are, are those are those natural tits or fake? I don't oh yeah, think so. natural tits, ten out of ten. I end up buying issues on my own because I want them and I get them. And even though I have a subscription that I'm not getting anything, I still go out and purchase the magazines off the shelves. Anyways, uh, long story short, I eventually move out with my roommate. And when I'm moving out there with my roommate, I see a couple issues from Whoa. a subscription that I should have had. Oh. Now, now, issues I also own because I went out and bought them because I didn't get them as a gift. Turns out the same roommate has a Comcast bill or Cox bill or some type of Time Warner cable bill. And as our cable bill randomly was rising month to month when usually a cable bill is like one of the steadiest bills because there's usually 30 or 31 days a month given February at 28 or 29. So this motherfucker got shady and I think he bought himself a Playboy subscription, gave me the first magazine as the gift and then took the remaining 11 for himself. That's fucked up. So fucked up, right? He went with me to talk to the local postmaster general and lodge a complaint with the postmaster general the whole time, more than likely, allegedly, knowing damn well where these playboys were going. And my estimation is that a, this so-and-so was going to the box, mailbox that is, prematurely <laughs> grabbing one piece of mail out and then leaving everything else for another roommate. I was living with five different guys at the time. It was a hot, sweaty mess. And we were, you know, all fair. Four out of five of us were, at least. All right. So, guys, so Cool Boy Nation, I've been teasing uh, Cool Boy, Falcon Cool Boy, uh, Larry, no, Cool Boy Noli, um, (laughs) about, uh, you know, how we all share a Playboy episode. Or no, we all share a Playboy um, topic or story together. And uh, Falcon Noli, I can't believe you guys didn't put it together. So Name Redacted would have Playboys in his room. Now, he was an editor while we were assistant editors. He was an editor where we all met. And he had all these Playboys in his room. He had like three. No, he had maybe three on cycle. But he I had like a bunch this. of Playboys. I don't remember this at all. I, oh, remember, yeah. No, I do. You remember him having Playboys? I do. No. They were gross. They were stuck together. Yeah. I caught him masturbating, allegedly, many times. Like, what? Like, I know that. I know that. Name redacted. Also fucking caught him masturbating many times. Like, sometimes I there were Playboys left with fresh stickiness in the bathrooms. What? Yeah. Yes. You don't recall Name redacted Tom? To fucking like, I don't. Re- you don't recall him smoking weed in the tr- in his truck in the parking lot? No, I never saw that. I did. You never saw that? No. He did it like every day. He did Dude, it every you, day. You guys are talking about a time I've forgotten. I don't remember that that shit. He would arrive every day way early. The first guy in. So if you were there super late, you'd see him arrive. He'd go in, lock himself in his bay, and he'd jack off to the porn or his Playboys because he couldn't do it at home. Yes. Wow. Yeah. There I were times I would guy. go into the bay because the door was closed. I would come in and go, hey, name redacted. I'd go in. I'd see like the pink page with lots of photos on it. And I'd be like, oh, well, that's porn. <laughs> like, you know, why is the website pink? And with all a bunch of women photos, it's porn. Okay, that's great. Let's move on. Well, guys, guess what? <laughs> 
Chub Stud wrote us again. Who's that again? No way. A wonderful email and provided us with a wonderful story in time for our Playboy episode. You were a fool. I think you complain just to hear yourself talk. Yeah, I'll shut you up. Yelling at the wall. Haven't you had enough? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess not really Chubb Stud, huh, Felt? This is actually Chubb Stud uh, unmasking himself. Is it? Is he, is he unmasking himself to us in an email, or does he intentionally want us to say his name in the podcast? Well, he actually refers to himself in this email as Dorn, and it comes from his personal account. This is not from the Chubb Stud Gmail account. So, hey, this is my longtime friend, Dorn. Dorn writes us, What's up, you dirty cool boys? I hear you're doing a Playboy episode. I got to attend a party at the mansion once a few years back. Thought I'd share my story with you and Cool Boy Nation. And then he ends his email with lifetime fan and listener, Dorn. P.S. Udi Ah, uh, Doran, thank you so much. We I don't actually know what that, that means. I, I know that, it's a reference. Nolan actually will know what that means. And Nolan, right? You get what that means? I agree. <laughs> yeah, you said I agree. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's listen to what Dorn has to say. All right. So I've been to the Playboy Mansion just one time. It was for a party. My buddy got us in because he was working security. So me and three friends got to experience the magic and wonder of the most amazing wet dream fantasy come to life. Ooh. So we arrive, and the whole party is Candyland-themed. So there's all these bright lights and giant lollipops and mushrooms and guys dressed up as Oompa Loompas all over the place. That's racist. But of course, we're at the mansion. So the most amazing part is the endless sea of hot, sultry women scattered in every direction. All of them, and I do mean every single female there, is wearing basically nothing. Wow. They're all in their underwear or some lingerie number or some lacy, skimpy thing. It's all the ingredients to make your cock giant and rock hard. <laughs> and I'd say the least attractive chick there is still an eight. We're talking Ooh. hundreds of mega hotties and super babes. Yeah. All trotting around in their tight thongs, shaking their asses, and showing off all the goods. So much spank bank material. <laughs> and at these parties, all the food and booze are free. Ooh. You can order whatever you want. All you gotta oh. do is tip. Mm. So we post up and start taking tequila shots with Tom Green and pointing out all the glorious That's racks cool. and supple asses in sight. Ooh, Our dicks were so gorged. Unfortunately, we were never allowed inside the actual mansion, and Hef was not even there. But oh, I did get to high-five Snoop Dogg and watch Simon Rex grope a bunch of dirty smoke shows. <laughs> it was definitely one of the I top five this. best days of my life. I still dream about some of those tender treats. <laughs> I swear my dick was sore for the next few days after being rock hard for hours straight. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, wow. Well, thanks, uh, Dorn. That was wonderful. Uh, what a nice little story to know. Where's the dong in the story? Unfortunately, that sucks. Hugh Hefner <laughs> was not there, but... Uh, he was in his rejuvenation chamber. Yeah, exactly. He was at his Lazarus pit. Is but uh, Is Dorn married? Yeah. Yes, Dorn is married. <laughs> Absolutely, Dorn is married. To a beautiful, lovely woman named 
I don't know if I should say her name. She probably doesn't want me to say her name. One well, his, no, why would you? Uh, it, one of his top five days of all time. It's like, okay, well, is your wedding before or after? <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's before. Uh, no, or I after, be, whatever's good. I don't know what that means. Uh, no, I don't I mean know if after would be one or before. I'm sure his wedding is above on the list. Well, that was a very interesting story. Cool story. Thank you for sharing that with us, Chubb Stud Dorn. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to go to the Playboy Mansion at some point. I think I'd actually have more fun at one of uh, Corey Feldman's sad parties where like the Playmates <laughs> who have aged out and are no longer good enough to be at the Playboy Mansion just come to his shitty house. And I disagree. Hollywood, and it's uh, anyone can go for like 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm super jelly that I didn't get to go to the Playboy Mansion. I would love to go to the Playboy Mansion, especially th- when Dorn went um, uh, or, or it's heyday. Um, but I hear now it's like run down and like the grotto's like all gross. and like, it smells like piss. The entire thing smells like piss, apparently. My understanding is yeah, that it's kind of it's kind of gone the way of like an, uh, an old elderly man's home. You know, someone who's just, they kind of just, pee everywhere and shit themselves is my understanding need more dong all right, all right. well let's move on guys i think we're done with chubs done. bodies 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 everywhere what am i to do i know let's talk some more bodies all systems ready three two one i'm not walking with this girl talking bodies Talking bodies. Oh, yeah. As always, Talking Bodies has us discussing the wonderful world of mega hotties and super babes. And Cool Boy Nation, to enhance your body experience, strap on that hard drive and whip out that keyboard, and let's go Googling for some sweet bodies, but some even sweeter dongs. All right, gentlemen, does anyone have a mega hottie with a body or a not well-known super babe? I do again. So mine is going to be show specific. It's Talia Paris. She's the current uh, Cyber Girl of the Year for Playboy 2017. She was Cyber Girl of the Month January 2016. You know what? These pictures you provided are fantastic. But when I looked at her on Google, I was kind of like, eh. Her face is kind of weird. She looks like Alexis Texas to me, actually, but taller. She looks like a hotter Alexis Texas to me, I guess. Yeah, I go with that. So speaking of new celebrities, let's get into our top three bods from a specific show, movie, franchise, or era. And this week's segment is called Nude Playboy Celebs. So the new celebs that did star in Playboy, so we can figure out our top three. We have, of course, you know, Shan Doherty was a major one. Lindsay Lohan is obviously one. Drew Barrymore starred in it. And, of course, uh, Steven Spielberg covered her up. Um, You also have, you know, people like uh, Farrah Fawcett, of course, Diora Baird. Who I think is number one, to be honest, guys. Um, you had also this Patricia list is Elfer. too it's too, it's too extensive. Well, I There's think we so can narrow it down pretty easily. I think Dior Baird is easily number one, to be honest. She's in my top three for yeah, sure. Right? Come on, e- easily. This, is, this, this is so link hot. you sent me has music playing, and I can't figure out where to pause it. Well, that's fine. Leanna Tweet. I, I, had, I, I, <laughs> me I, I too don't want to put Leanna Tweet on the list because we've done it before. I feel like so I would move on from her. Um, Chrissy, Chrissy Swanson, the original Buffy, she was incredible. Tia Carreri was original. Tia Carrera. Uh, old school playboy. <laughs> Tia Carrera. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, uh, there's obviously uh, Sharon Stone did it. Um, Denise Richards. Uh, Ariana Stephanie Celeste. Seymour. Oh, Ariana Celeste is gorgeous. So is Brittany Palmer. I don't know if Brittany Palmer's on. Jonna Krupa. 
there. Carmen uh, Electra, uh, I like. We've yeah, already Carmen's stated. a celebrity. Even Pamela's considered a celebrity. Kelly Brook, I, mean, I love Kelly Brook. Uh, I think Kelly, Kelly Brook is number Open two. it again. I gotta find the the pot, the 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 mute. Where's the mute button? Brooke Burke Ke- uh, as well, but I think Kelly Brooke and oh, Taylor Baird are at least my one and two as oh, of right that's, now. That's my top three right there. Kelly Brooke, Guerrero Brooke, would be my number three. And um and uh, Dr. Baird. Kim Drew Kardashian was on the cover. Stacey Dash I think was on the cover, right? I don't uh, care about Pamela either of those. Was on the cover. Uh, Tia Carreri was on the cover. Tia Carrera. Dior uh, Baird is my number one, I think. Yeah, we all agree with Dara Baird. Okay. Yeah, I think Kelly Brooke one. is number two, guys. Olivia Munn is the most bullshit thing that Playboy okay, ever did. Okay, let's not talk about Olivia Munn. I, I didn't mention her for a reason. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dara Baird is number she, one. Did she I show think her butt Kelly cheeks? Brooke is number two. Do you guys know who Kelly Brooke is? Oh, of Kelly course. Kelly Brooke's number two for me. Kelly Brooke is number two. And I honestly, fantastic. I would put Vita Guerrera as number three. Uh, I would put, uh, who's the other one you mentioned? Um, Pamela, Jenny, no, Elvin Pearson. Uh, Cindy uh, Crawford. Brooke, Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke, I would say number three. Brooke Burke, I put at number three then. I would take Brooke Burke over as number three for sure. I still really, 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 really was blown away by, uh, you know, so many of these women are so hot. I like There's Ellen Pearson a lot. I think Vita Guerrero was one I was looking forward to a lot. Her, but oh, her, but she, she didn't show much yeah. of her puss. She didn't, yeah, she, but, and by the time she no, did it, she was like 10 years after the fact of even but, being popular. But yeah. Brooke Burke's like Hawaiian or Thailand shoot that she did was absolutely out of this world. I give, so, I actually give Ellen McPherson because she has so much pussy. Yeah, but you know what? Angie Everhart did too, but they both just have such long legs. That, like, are you really looking at that pussy or are you looking at those long legs? I was looking at the pussy. That's right. So Helfer, I, think, actually. I, I, know, I think it goes Dior Baird is number one. And if you, Cool Boy Nation, please look up Dior Baird. If you don't know who that is, you're missing out. If you know who that is, you know who that is. She has some of the best tits. Did you mention Trisha Helfer? We did. Uh, but Kelly Brook yeah, is way nice. better. And I would say Brooke Burke is way better than Trisha Helfer as well. Ariana Celeste was great, but she didn't show that much bush. Denise Richards was really hot, too. She had a great Playboy spread. And she did the Christmas Gala issue as well. She was a little past her prime, too, though. She was a little... Yeah, but she's still really hot when she did it. And also, we'd already seen her tits in, like, 1997. You know, Elle McPherson is a fucking natural phenomenon. Like, that girl is, like, perfection. You know, Ariana Celeste is also a natural fucking, like, you know, treasure. She's Australian, right? So her clit's huge? Oh, that's, oh, that's right. sad. Oh, no. The Would you rather secret. suck it or have it fuck you in the ass? I think the top three, guys, I think the top three, right, is Dior Baird easily, right? Kelly Brooke and is who's three? Who do we have as three? I think those are fine. I think those are all fine threes. I, I, I would who's say three? McFer- who's three? I didn't say Ellen McPherson is three. Dior Baird. Okay, okay I'll put L is three if we all like L is three. Yeah. Noli three? L three? Uh, if for me, it's more like Brooke Burke, but I'll take Elle. I just look at pictures of her. She's she's fantastic. Brooke you know, Burke is an me, option. I Kelly Brooke, Brooke is. over Elle any day. Elle's natural, yeah. so maybe we'll throw Elle in there. Yeah, Kelly Brooke Brooke's Burke's number two. Got incredible body in that. Who? Brooke Kelly Brooke, Brooke was number two. Body. Brooke Burke was on on the list. Brooke Burke was number three for a bit, but we we removed her and put Elle there instead. Okay, that's fine. But I like that. So so Dior Baird, gorgeous tits, incredible body, beautiful face. Kelly Brooke, what? Some scholars in Oxnard have called the perfect woman, and uh, it's mathematic- out with mathematically, Bond, she is the perfect woman. Which one? Mathematically, yeah, the Oxnard guys said she was the perfect woman. Fucking yeah, and Oxnard. then El- and then El McPherson, who is referred to as the bod. Yeah, so, so that's, that, that's, 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 a, great that's a great top three, guys. We agreed. Wow. We never agree. No tie. First time has ever been a cool boy tie. All right. Well, let's move on to love that dog. Love that big ass dog. Love that dog. Love that coverman dog. 
All right, you heard it, folks. It's Love That Dawn. That means it's time to name three celebs and guess what's the biggest dick and why. And this episode segment is called Cover Men. And we're going to be dealing with the men of Playboy. There are about 10 men total that have ever graced the covers of Playboy as the main focus of, I guess, that uh, I can't believe issue. that. And um, we can go through all the men. Uh, do we want to or do you just want to go over the top three? Who bought that issue? Fuck them. Well... Uh, one of them was a Pamela Anderson issue, I think, with Dan Aykroyd um, on it. But let's, the top three that we looked at out of all ten of the men was Burt Reynolds, Gene Simmons, and Leslie Nielsen. And guys, I provided you links. And while you guys are looking at the links, I will let Cool Boy Nation know that all top men are so forth. So the top men that have ever – or the top ten guys that have ever been on Playboy cover were Peter Sellers, Burt Reynolds, Steve Martin, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Dan Aykroyd, Jerry Seinfeld, Leslie Nielsen, Gene Simmons, Seth Rogen, and Bruno Mars. We are going to be focusing on Burt Reynolds, Gene Simmons, and Leslie Nielsen. Guys, you will find dick shots for all three of them. Yeah. Can't can't wait. Uh, well, I guess uh, Gene's the biggest, maybe? Followed by Burt. Is, is he? And then Leslie. It's hard to tell because there's a hand on it. Yeah. Jeans has got, I guess it's from a sex tape. Yeah. Gene has a small dick. I've seen his sex tape. It's a small dick. I'm, I was very, very, uh, very disappointed. Oh my God. Bert, there's so many playmates that did sex tapes. Oh my, the Pamela Anderson sex tapes, Nicole Naren sex tapes. Bert's is actually not blowing me away either. No. Yeah. Well, well, that Bert one looks like an accidental shot th- that was left over from that <clears throat> famous nude photo. Yeah. I thought for he sure he'd have the biggest one. And then look at Leslie. That's him in uh, Speedo. He's, he's filling that Speedo out, actually, not so bad. I think Leslie Nielsen has a bigger dick than Gene Simmons and Burt Reynolds. Gene Simmons looks like three inches. Burt Reynolds, maybe he's a grower. Let's I'm think about sure. this. Look look at what Gene Simmons' photo. In that scene, he should be fully engorged. Engorged, yeah. And he and if that's engorged, dick. I can't believe uh, Detective Lieutenant Frank Grebin might win this. I think Leslie Nielsen has the biggest dick out of Burt Reynolds, Gene Simmons, and Leslie Nielsen. And, and, and Cool Boy Nation, you feel free to chime in yourself. Like we said, the Peter Sellers, Burt Reynolds, Steve Martin, Donald Trump, Dan Aykroyd, Jerry Seinfeld, Leslie Nielsen, Gene Simmons, Seth Rogen, and Bruno Mars. I mean, unless, I mean, I guess we left out Bruno Mars, and he probably is just would destroy this list. But see, Bruno Mars is only five, like two. So, like, he would, like, be defying all expectations of a five-two yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. He he's a great dancer. Yeah, great I'm not dick, a fan. Great dancer. Um, I thought Bruno Mars was the name of a band for a long time. Yeah. On this list, uh, Leslie Nielsen, even at age 75 in these pictures, he had the biggest dick. Biggest dick. And he's a national fucking, he was a national treasure. I mean, he is. I love Leslie Nielsen. I love Leslie Nielsen. Come back, Leslie. He wins. Bert, you disappointed me. I know. And fucking Gene, I always knew. Gene. He's a long tongue. Yeah, not a long dick. Nope. Sometimes I wish we would just spend this entire episode talking about dongs. But I must resist. I wouldn't want my cock to explode. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, we're done. Great. <laughs> These are amazing. Cool Boy Nation, tell us about any of your funny or interesting Playboy <laughs> stories. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight into our Playboy stories, then let us know. 
and obviously Cool Boy Nation. If you have any buys or dongs you would like to mention and throw in the mix for us to review and alert yeah. Cool Boy Nation too, please let us know. As we always love seeing your buys and dongs that you guys never send. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure you follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast and find us on Facebook as the Cool Boys Podcast. You can email us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for the Cool Boys Podcast. And please rate and review us on iTunes as the Cool Boys Podcast. You can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boys shout out on our normal episodes that air every Tuesday. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Yeah. Blaster and the Blastered. Just, you know, Cool Boy Nation, you want to do it, it's cool. You want to do it, whatever. Really, we appreciate it. Thanks thanks for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. <laughs> Until next time, it's Bizes from Felk. It's Bizes from Ballard. And it's Bizes from Nolan. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Please welcome Hugh Hefner. Cool Boys! That was just unbelievable wild sex all night long. Cool Boys. He's so cool. No, but you know, that's what people think it is. That's what I think it is. That's what... We take time off from the wild sex to watch your show. <laughs> Get him, Hef. Get him. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. You're knee-deep in it over there. I need to suck your dog. Nah, I'm, just, I'm just being silly. Yeah. Yeah, woo. Get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> So serious. <laughs>